0: Welcome everybody. We this is a this is a 1 year celebration. 1 year, dude. We did it. Uh, yeah. This is going to this episode's going to be very low energy cuz you just got done being Are you still sick? Are you done being sick?
1: Uh, I have like a a cough and that's about it. But I'm I'm I tested oh, negative. I'm I'm negative again.
0: So. I saw that.
1: Congratulations. I'm excited.
0: I'm happy for you. Thank you. My life's absolute shit. <laughs> welcome to Welcome to the 1 year anniversary of I have more trophies than you. <laughs> welcome friends to I have more trophies than you. This is a video game podcast about video games and the different ways that people play them. I am your host the 55th best video gamer in all of North America, Doctor
1: Ryan. Get never close to that top 50. Mm. Hey, and I'm uh, your now uh, COVID-free host, Chris. I guess or I was. Just, it could always just always
0: be. Free, it right? could just be dormant.
1: Yeah, that's sure. That's the scary part. Uh, it's still living inside you. Yeah, because last time we when we sat down to do this two weeks ago. I tested You got negative. COVID during the during podcast during the episode. Yeah, like,
0: well, you didn't get it, you had it.
1: Yeah, cuz I I had tested negative and then we recorded. And then like into hour 2, I just had this awful headache and it was just like uh it it was really starting to hit then and pretty much as soon as we got off the call, I was like I don't feel good. I'm just going to go like lay down. Uh, and then about 11 o'clock at night, I had a hundred and one (laughs) fever. So, uh, yeah,
0: it came on quick. (laughs) I've had that same exact prop. Do you remember last January? This is before we started the podcast, but Uh I did a stream because I was the first person I know to get the second vaccine. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to stream all day. I took the day off from work just in case. I'm going to stream all day and see if this thing hits me. And I streamed Resident Evil four for like 12 hours. And by the end, it was like, I guess I'm fine. I don't know. I guess I'll just turn this off 20 minutes later <laughs> on my ass.
1: Yeah. It's, it's
0: such a weird, um, like it's so quickly it hits you. Yeah. Cause no, I mean, that was different. Cause it was fucking, it was the vaccine. The it vaccine, wasn't the actual, yeah. when I got sick, sick, when I got, when I got COVID back in the beginning of May, i, I have, did I tell this story on, on the podcast? no, i I never knew you had COVID. Oh, I had COVID back admit what happened is i was I remember it very succinctly, I was working Monday, and I take a two hour lunch from noon to two. uh-huh <clears throat> um so I work my morning shift, I go to lunch, I come back, it's like two fifteen, and my office manager comes in and gives a call and says, "Hey, one of your patients from the morning shift just found out they had been around someone who tested positive, so uh-huh. they might have been exposed. They're letting us know as a courtesy. I was like, that's very nice of them. I had COVID tests in my office, mm-hmm. stuck the thing up my nose, t- tested really quick, totally negative. Great. I'm fine. Get back to work. Next morning, I wake up. Or by, the en- by the end of that day, I did start to notice my throat was getting a little sore, and I just figured I talk a lot because uh-huh. I'm talking to my patients, and I use a text to our speech-to-text program to do all my chart notes. So I just figured I might've talked a little much. My throat's a little sore, went home, had a little, you know, throat coat tea, felt fine. Woke up the next morning, could not breathe out of my nose.
1: Oh God. Yeah. Tested
0: yeah. again, completely like totally positive. I was like, well, shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had to text my employees and everyone. Thankfully out of everybody in the office, I'm the only one that got it. Well, that's because I'm, I'm the only one that gets really up close and personal to the patients. right? Right. Um, but, uh, have had to shut down the well thankfully didn't have to shut down the office i had someone fill in for me but uh you know so the patients got care but i had to take the rest of the week off so it was by tuesday and by sunday i was testing negative so wow. i only had it for like what tuesday wednesday thursday friday like about three four days
1: damn that's uh pretty um, quick because for me it was uh yeah like triple
0: Vax, baby
1: the the wednesday test positive and then uh, I tested positive until yesterday. You tripled back first negative. Uh, yeah, I got my oh, vaccine, my this the second shot of it. And then I got
0: which uh, what flavor? Uh, Pfizer. See, I got Moderna and that's just more evidence that Moderna is the way to go. There's a gang warned out. Moderna <laughs> versus Pfizer. Moderna men is going to win. Moderna men will reign supreme and that's oh. that's the non-gendered men that's just like a moderna you know i'm mafia. trying to say the oh that's way better the go. moderna mafia
1: yeah it uh it it didn't like super kick my I, i'm still pretty confident that whatever illness i had in late 2019 and this is like november 2019 was covid now especially with how it worked out for me because it was like the fevers would come on super quick. um, And then it would be these like peaks and valleys of just like you're really hot. And then now uh, you don't have a fever and your body aches and you're you've got mad chills and stuff.
0: You know, I had Um, that during the the side effects of the the second vaccine, but actually during COVID never had what I would classify as a fever, more just like a general, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: I I had a fever for uh the first like 72 hours I would
0: have like a fever. This is um, a video game podcast by the way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, during this time, <laughs> it was it was kind of a blessing because like I just I didn't have anything to do. I had to quarantine in my bedroom. <laughs> and shout outs to fucking xbox being the real ogs no, here.
0: no. Um, how dare you turn
1: i was this able shit off. to play any fuck xbox game you. i was playing on pc on my no, xbox with free fuck like cloud saves and
0: off. you great. could have been playing stray on a playstation 5 <clears throat> uh, was that how did that uh, no, come out no it wasn't also i haven't played stray yet i've got to download it as uh, as we'll talk later I heard that game going through some shit what
1: yeah, uh, you know Kotaku, they make bad art.
0: Oh, I thought you were being serious. I was like, yeah. what are you talking about? It's a like fun little cat game where you're a cat and there's robots. Yeah,
1: apparently, you know how they like to read it.
0: Like my favorite art, like they are the Hold worst, on. Explain. Right? No, is explaining this gonna ruin? Like I don't know anything about Stray, so I don't want to know. I, anything.
1: I don't know. I just saw the headline and I was just like, yep, that's a Kotaku headline because here's here's the one thing I like Kotaku only for the reason that they are the fastest at getting. Uh, news out whenever there is never, actual never news.
0: say the words kotaku and i like in the same sentence. that's the yeah. only thing i but, would like about yeah, Oh wait, you know what i have one positive thing to say about kotaku and it's that in australia kotaku australia hired my friend ruby and she writes funny articles and she's hmm. great but so good, good job else. australian Ata- uh, kotaku and fuck the rest of the company yeah everything else sucks because ruby ennis
1: look her up there, there was what what was another article that came out the other day it was like uh, about dragon ball the breakers and it was like dragon ball the breakers uh trailer drops with date and might confirm that frieza is by. and i'm like what does it matter like
0: listen this is very important i want look, i want to i want to be very clear with this yes nobody in dragon ball has sex even the people that have kids no one in Dragon Ball you, Goku <laughs> has never had sex with a woman.
1: <laughs> yeah. The,
0: it works differently in the Dragon Ball realm. The oh, I gotta take it back. Only one Vegeta person fucks. fucks. Vegeta fucks. Yeah. Vegeta fucks hard. They, with they Bulma. even say
1: that in the series because Vegeta's like, oh yeah, blah, 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 blah. And Goku's like, ew, you do that? And it's like, dude, you 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 have two kids. You have two kids. <laughs> like, you have to. <laughs> like, how did these two kids happen?
0: I think Bulma so. Bulma, Chichi with the Bulma is like, I want kids. And They're they just the fucking like fucking
1: dragon balls.
0: No, they just got some skin cells off of uh Goku <laughs> and, and she did some fucking capsule corp freaky science shit Maybe. and like you know, artificially inseminated off cloning techniques or something. That's it. Gohan and Goten are just clones. But like even as yes, it- you know what? No, wait. Chi Chi
1: was never pregnant they're just clones they're, lab they're just clones, clones. Yeah. well that would be why Goten looks
0: so much like Goku wait right? also hey Mr. Satan fucks dude Mr. Satan does fuck Mr. Satan okay okay Two people do fuck three but characters. only only Vegeta well because Bulma four. fucks Vegeta, Bulma, Mr. Satan, and Mr. Satan's wife, who I don't ever think shows up on the show.
1: Yeah, uh, she, if I remember correctly in the lore, she, like, passes away um, oh, wait, at Gohan a very fucks. young age. Of...
0: Gohan fucks, too,
1: because they have a kid. Yeah, he does. He he did. Okay. Well, he at least everybody, did
0: fuck. Everybody fucks except for Goku.
1: Yeah, Goku, Goku doesn't get it.
0: Goku yeah. is permanently 12 and doesn't understand it okay that doesn't work yeah nobody gives a <laughs> shit if listen look not to as, disrespect not to disrespect anyone's sexual choice who gives a real. shit what frieza does exactly Frieza and is there to be a shit and
1: die go th- that series isn't about that like it, you look as an lgbt person like i
0: don't care <laughs> like, this is this is my fucking okay hold on real talk shit this is my fucking problem with that our flag means death show no
1: that show rules listen
0: listen uh-huh. you took two of history's worst monsters <laughs> and made them gay icons it's like oh i want to be just like blackbeard and and uh whoever the what's the other pirate that they based it off of is steve. it uh jack rackham oh it's 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 who uh
1: steve bonnet yeah
0: steve bonnet they both suck they're both terrible people <laughs> that'd be like honestly that'd be like saying like oh we made a new uh show and uh who's your newest gay icon that ever wants to be like mussolini <laughs> Yeah. well i hey, mean they you, did that you know what i'm saying
1: young men where it's like jesus and uh who, who else is it is like buddha what is this saint Youngman? it's an anime about jesus and buddha and they like hang out and i don't know they're like fuck boys basically
0: yeah but they're not those aren't history's greatest monsters is yeah. what i'm saying don't, don't. <laughs> listen i anyone can believe anyone anyone can believe in any religion they want that's minus right. scientology minus scientology <laughs> and it's fine uh and i'm not gonna get on that you're not allowed to no, look fuck. up to fucking murderers and rapists no matter how it's funny and gay taiko waikiki makes them i'm being fair. serious about that i truly believe that if they were made up pirates i would not give a fuck i think, that's, that ba- I think that's that's what that's my only hang up though, right? is that they, they they took real people and is like, let's look up to these. Oh, it's so nice. It's the same shit he did with Jojo Rabbit. I know mm-hmm. that the point of that is that at the end of it, the kid throws Hitler out the window. But still, it's like there's a difference. I like Taika Waititi. I saw yeah. Thor, Love and Thunder. It was great. We talked about it. There's a difference in the way that Mel Gryps made fun of, Mel Brooks made fun of Hitler versus how Taiko Waititi did it. Mel Brooks never made ha-ha funny Hitler. Mel mm-hmm. Brooks made fun of the people who were caught in his wake and showed that he was a fucking monster and how gullible these people were. Right. But he never was like, let's make lovable Hitler. (laughs) Whereas Taika Waititi made a character that people's like, Oh, it's funny. It's funny. Hitler. Yeah. And it's like, I get what you're trying to do. And don't get me wrong. I Mm -hmm. love the guy, not Hitler. Taika Waititi. (laughs) That's a good distinction there. (laughs) But I just don't like the way he's doing it i still will support him fair. i just i mean
1: i i think you can have that that's a very valid like opinion I, that's just having I think seen I, I, I uh our flag means death i love mm-hmm. that series and like i love it's probably hilarious like, pirates and shit so <laughs> it's like it it works for me as a show and it's like i, I totally get that Sorry, these I are off, like
0: in the middle of what you were saying I, about it. I drink a, i drink some water bad
1: <laughs> like i i get that you know they're loosely based on real people that had existed that were monsters but like there is like a fictional side to those names I guess that like I,
0: yeah I guess I guess you, got, you like, can get Black lost in that in, part you're right because like they got blackbeard in one of those Pirates of the Caribbean movies but he is a piece of shit in that too yeah um, but I mean and that's I, the thing it's is like it's maybe this if though, you
1: I, see it you'll the, be like oh maybe maybe he isn't as great of a guy as nah, people you know
0: the fact that i went to anime expo and i went to that that anime hall what's it called the artist alley mm-hmm. and i saw multiple booths with like uh like little our flag means death oh really, really? oh yeah people That's like true. here's uh blackbeard and that other guy smooching or oh. here's like little portraits that make them look like they love each other and i'm like you guys are missing the point here these guys <laughs> suck shit
1: but it's a good show it is a I, bet it,
0: I bet show. it's a great show i bet if i watched it i would so ah because taiko Akiti makes funny things yeah but i don't like that part of it it yeah. doesn't make me want to cancel taiko Akiti. it's just like oh you know what i just don't prefer that that's me that's fair hey i um, watched a better show
1: would you watch severance oh yeah you did watch.: to
0: oh that you gotta watch that show I The less so i say the, 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 the less i say the better all right. Maybe, maybe well, here's like, okay. Let me explain right on. now. Do you have okay? So, right now, hey, here's a I'm gonna, I'm not a cheap ass gamer, but I'm gonna speak for Jared. That Jared would support what I'm about to say. <laughs> right they on. just rolled out a new service called Apple One, where it's Apple Music, Apple TV, Apple Arcade, and Apple Cloud services all wrapped into one for 15 bucks a month. I was already paying for Apple Music for $10 a month, and the cloud thing is like a dollar, so it's like four dollars more a month. And you get Apple Arcade and Apple TV. I don't really give a shit about Apple Arcade, but you know, maybe there'll mm. be a fun game that comes out that I want to play. Yeah. But I did care about Apple TV for Severance. <clears throat> I was gonna watch Ted Lasso with my girlfriend. We broke up <laughs> last night. Um fuck. The wound is still real. Oh, very much so. I'm trying, I'm to the stage where I'm just trying to laugh through it. Um that's a good way of going about it. Full full disclosure. Cried for like three hours last night, so if my voice is a little raspy, <laughs> sorry about that. Hey, no worries. Um, oh, I was in a dark place last night. Um, uh, but a lot of people came by and said, uh, "Hey, Ryan, you're cool," and that made me feel better. Yeah. Didn't help didn't help a hundred percent but i was talking to a friend yeah, but, and my friend was just are you okay i said no but i will be and then yeah. they, my friend was just like that shows a lot of you know that you know what's going on so i'll get through it everything will be fine i had a really like but, two seconds of complete darkness last night or it's just like Maybe I anymore and then i re- and then i realized that's a stupid thing to say i should never say that again you uh, should make ted
1: lasso your new uh but yeah i want new like I've heard that, that show's that very happy. The, the void. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just, you know, that might be the show you need right now more than anything. Actually.
0: Anyway, what I was saying is, so if you want to watch severance <clears throat> because and they rolled this out, hold on, listen, they're offering a free month and then you pay $15 a, a year or a month. I think you I take, already just, have just, Apple TV. If you do just watch the fucking show, but to say, if you don't, sign up for the free month there's only nine episodes you can easily watch those in a month and then just cancel
1: i I think i already have it uh i think my my wife
0: uh uses my wife and Um, hey if you're out there and you've already done that in a past thing and they won't let you use a free trial just make a new email address yeah (laughs) was anything there's got to be a something that stops you from doing that right you gotta, like, probably mm-hmm. put in a card, and they're gonna be like, we've probably. seen this card before. That's probably true. Alright, anyway, yeah, watch Severance. I don't want to say anything about it. It's very good.
1: Hell yeah. Oh, man. I haven't played fucking games, though. I'll tell you that. Oh. I haven't watched shows. Like, once I got done
0: with One Piece, I was like, I'm done with everything. Now it's time um, a video game. I was truly gonna come into this episode being like, I didn't play very much. And then I relapsed. Uh, because oh, of last night. No. Uh, so... You know, let's four, see. 400 let's, trophies let's, on the way. Let's let's count them. Let's count them live. The last episode we did, we filmed was on the filmed recorded, recorded was on the 12th, yeah. right?
1: Uh, I think so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that would have yeah, probably yeah. been Black Wolf. OK, so and then I've gotten one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42,
1: 43, 44, 45, 46,
0: 47, 48, 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56, 57 new Platinums. What the fuck? Uh, I finished. <clears throat> I was in a dark place. <laughs> I also how many in the last
1: twenty four hours. Most of those. Oh my gosh! Uh,
0: wow. I finished some more of the Fallout New Vegas DLC, and how I've got that? like one good game to talk about. It's all garbage, and then one game I really want to gush about. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go? Go for it. You're already in. Okay, so right, here we'll go the, really quick. What's the report. Uh, okay, four whiskey stories. Two, a winter daydreams on PS5. Uh, a, whiskey, a real whiskey story is like the ketchup story. It's a cookie clicker. A Winter's Daydream is a visual novel where you can't just let it autoplay. You have to, for 20 minutes, constantly click X. Uh, and I did that two more times on PS5 for NA and EU. I'm out of EU money. And I I sold myself I wasn't going to buy any more when I did that because I've got a person to spend money on, a person to spend time on. That's out the window, baby. We're buying more EU bucks. Life is meaningless. All right. Oh, no. Uh, Cursed Island is some game that was like two, a minute 53. The game that I actually want to talk about, we'll get back to, is Escape Academy.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: then we got four jumping burritos, four jumping burrito turbos, two Black Death, a tragic dirge. That's some walking simulator. It's garbage. We got two Welcome to Pammy's Story in the World of Project Summarized. We got four more bowlings. We got Story 5 on both Jane and Pammy. We got the Silver Rage four times. We got Gump Jump four times. We got Bump Jump four times. We oh, got God the Football Tee, the Tiger Tee, the Jumping Brownie, the Jumping Brownie Turbo. These are all four times. And the Jumping Burger Turbo. I'm also almost done. So I'm at 1,449, which means my next Platinum will be a milestone. And I am thinking about making it Nickelodeon. Oh, just because so. it's. I don't like this game, but it's got Donnie from uh, the Wild Thornberries as the icon. And I think that's funny. Uh, And then I played through... The last time we talked, had I played through Fallout New Vegas's which DLC had I done? I hadn't done any of them. But the last time we talked, so since last time, I've played three of the four DLC packs. I oh, played shit. Dead Money, Honest Hearts, and Old World Blues. I'll go. I know last episode was our uh, our New Vegas episode, but I'll just go really quick. Dead Money sucked shit. It was this DLC where basically they take all of your stuff away. And it's about trying to get into the, the Sierra Madre. So it's the treasure of the Sierra Madre, but it's a casino instead of a Western. Hmm. Except that the way that they do that is they put you in this little town above this casino that's got uh, things that don't die and and poisonous goo that you can't walk in and tons of traps. So it's just like, all right, here you go. You have no items. You have no weapons and uh everything's trying to kill you and it was just kind of boring it was kind of long. The second one was called uh Honest Hearts and that one they gated you with how much stuff you could bring into it but that's fine because once I had my auto pistol that kills everything I only needed that some armor and a shit ton of stem packs and I was able to get through that uh while watching The Boys. So Honest yeah. Hearts uh Honest Hearts was basically you going to Utah and it was uh it was really weird it was like Mormons versus uh Raiders weird because you got to help the new canaanites and this guy that's quoting the bible and that's he's a he's a mormon missionary that got burned on the stake by caesar i don't know it was really fucking weird it's just it was it was nothing it was just go here collect some things go here collect some things Mm -hmm. who do you want to side with well i gotta side both ways so you know make a save and do that the same thing in the uh in the fucking uh the, tro- the each DLC only has five trophies. So like the trophies in dead money were get 500 of the new money, do get all of the like new companions and then do the quest. And then there's at the end, you can either kill the bad guy or leave him to die in the, in the vault. So I had to have a save and do both of those. Um And then in this one, it's like, yeah, do you want to take the peaceful option or the fucking uh, fight option? I had to do both of those. And then the third one was called old world blues where that one was at least the funniest one you go into like this giant underground research facility and people that have been living there so long that they've put their brains in robot bodies take your brain out and hide it and then you gotta go find your brain Whoa. uh and you fight a lot of like robots and uh lobotomites which are people without brains uh it's just kind of whatever it was funny how and do you function out. without a brain it goes in a jar and then the jar transfers your consciousness to your brain because your brain's full of oh, wires okay. it's stupid but whatever it was fun the all the trophies there was one trophy there for finding eight collectibles and then the rest of it was just play the game hmm. and then the last one i've got is called lonesome road and i don't know anything about it all i know is it's got the longest one because there's a trophy for detonating all the warheads in the area and there's like 30 or 40 warheads so one's just going to take a while i'll probably you know sit down and do that in a day yeah. uh the game i would like to talk about is a uh, newest game from skybound and i believe the company that, that they're the ones that uh produced it and then it was made by a, a company called coin crew games oh apparently also i am a bit did this anyway escape academy is very simple it's just fucking escape rooms with the idea that it's like hogwarts but if they instead of teaching escape uh magic they taught you how to escape from shit
1: yeah and there's like um uh, so the gameplay is very much like you're in an escape room and then in between that you have like visual novel stuff, right?
0: I mean, it's listen, I wish the it's trying to go for a persona vibe. And I will say I think the one downside of the game is that they try to do like that, but it's kind of just slapdash. It's like here you can talk to these people and get a little story, but like there's no choices. There's nothing to be made. I would have right. liked to have seen a little bit more out of that it's it's just it's sort of like a yeah it's a visual novel of hey we're something's happening in this escape academy now escape from this fucking room that being said the puzzles are excellent
1: yeah i've i've it's watched like, a lot of you uh or a lot of the gameplay through you and then
0: yeah not I, I only that but uh it.
1: uh i was watching jesse cox and dodger play it the uh this week
0: i don't know who those people are but are they
1: people i should know yeah they're like big youtuber
0: Twitch fuck them. anyway characters. continue
1: <laughs> but yeah like the game looks super cute uh they were playing at co-op uh which yeah is you can play the whole game because you can play the game
0: solo local co-op or online the online
1: co-op you still have a uh, split screen oh weird yeah so like you it's i I, I kind of wish it wasn't that way because then it would require you to communicate with the other person. Yeah, because then you could just, just look
0: at the other person's fucking.
1: Yeah, you just look at their screen. All <laughs>
0: so. right, that's that's a little too bad, but whatever. I mean, yeah, Here's the
1: thing. Otherwise, I mean, it still looked like a great time. They were having yeah, fun. Oh, so
0: um, I want to I want to like give this the full like we're talking about it like it's for an episode because I want to yeah. talk about the trophies. So here's the thing. Right now, it's the only time I'll say something nice. But if you have Xbox, it is on Game Pass. <laughs> But I bought the game on, I bought the deluxe version, which it was basically the PS4, the PS5 version, and it comes with a season pass, because they've already announced they're going to have DLC. Mm -hmm. Later this year, they're putting out a DLC pack with five new rooms. Then there's going to be some free upgrade, but they haven't really talked about what that is. And then next, early next year, there's going to be another five. So it's like, this game is only 12 rooms. And I think it was $16 normally, or $30 to buy it, which is what I bought it for. So... Basically, you get another entire game over the next, you know, couple months. Which is, um, you said thirty bucks, right, for everything that you got? I want to say it was thirty bucks. That's such a steal. Should I? I can't check it because I already bought it, so I can't look at the price. We'll say it's thirty bucks. Uh, yeah, we'll say if, it's thirty bucks. If, if it's um, not, then if it's uh, not, then find, Chris find will. Way to make all right, it thirty bucks. If it's not thirty dollars, whatever the difference is, you're going to send a bill to Chris. Nope. Chris's full name is <laughs> no, Chris. No, 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 no. They live at nope and just (laughs) send them to me, send them a bill for the rest and the uh and a self addressed stamp envelope. So you do have to dox yourself to Chris, uh, (laughs) and then they will send you the rest of the money that you are owed. You promise that, right? Uh, no comment. That's a yes. Um, okay, I want to say 28 trophies. Uh, this game can take you, it took me about eight hours if you're doing it correctly or it else came with a PS4 version. So then I loaded it up again and did the entire thing an hour and a half because I already knew all the puzzle answers. Mm -hmm. And that's including like, taking a break to go make a sandwich like i think right now the fastest time in this game if you on on doing it knowing all the answers you can platinum this game in 30 minutes but there's no fun in that unless right. you're buying it twice and doing what i did which is you play the game legitimately have your fun and then go see how fast you can run through it what's
1: uh, your speedrun time you should have uh, recorded it and uploaded to speedrun.com
0: Um, knowing all the answers so the thing is I was also still going for trophies and like I said I took a break Mm -hmm. I bet knowing all the answers to this game and knowing what you have to do if I had all written down in front of me because like I remember it but then there's that thing it's like oh shit what was it and then you you know something will trigger my sense memory I go oh that's right if you remember I mean if you write it down and have it in front of you I bet I could beat this game in under half an hour easily I wonder. You know what? Because they're good puzzles, but once you know the answer to a puzzle, like what's the, you know, yeah, there's no. Ch-
1: blows then it's it just
0: the the time it, it takes the time of just uh moving through the things and putting the things in the things. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Currently, what were you gonna say? The world record is nineteen minutes and fifty eight seconds.
0: I bet on a mouse and keyboard, I could beat that. Yeah, it was done on PC. Yeah.
1: But Xbox Series S is in sixth place at thirty-four minutes and twenty-six seconds. You could be the first PlayStation up there.
0: Uh, Fastest time on PS5 is an hour fifty-five, and the fastest time on PS4. This is just in America. uh, Is thirty minutes and twenty-two seconds. I did this. I did it in an hour twenty-eight minutes. I was the second person in the world to do the NA version on PS4 and I was the seventh person in the world to beat it on PS5 because I did Damn. that one first. Well, some people got it early. Yeah. Actually, everyone got it on the day it came out, well, but that person probably got it early. Anyway, trophy-wise. So there are 12 puzzles. There's one trophy for each of those. There's trophies for earning an A-plus on at least 10 of the 12 escapes. And the thing is, it's really easy to earn A-plus. All you have to do is... N- it's not time-based. It's not like, to get an A+, you got to do it in this amount of time. It's literally just don't use the hint system. Mm-hmm. That's it. So, if you just work it out yourself and get it out under the time, it's great. And if you fail, you can just start over again, and then you'll know what you did up to that point. So, never just don't use the hint system, unless you really are stuck, and then use the hint system, quit out, and start over again, I guess. <laughs> be. There's one for uh, sprinting. Oh, open 30 lock. Anytime you You solve a puzzle that's considered a lock. And so by opening 30 locks, you'll get two trophies, one for 10, one for 30. That's there's over like by the time that if you play that game legitimately, there's over like 100 locks. I'm doing quotation marks. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's one for sprinting over 400 meters. If you hold down one of the sticks, you can walk a little faster. If you just remember to do that, you'll get that so easily. Uh, there's a trophy for having eight side conversations with characters on campus. That's what we were talking about. The uh, so in between puzzles, there'll be things where you can see a little scene and talk to people. It it just adds a little story. It's nothing different. Uh, the one collectible trophy is for reading ten different editions of. There's a new in every in all twelve of them. There's a hidden newspaper that just like fills in some world lore. And if you find ten of the twelve newspapers, you get a trophy. The trophy that took me the longest time and uh, was called uh, Spin Specialist. So there's a puzzle in one of the rooms that's got a rotating chamber and you have to do it in seven moves or less it's very simple to do in eight moves but getting it down to six moves i had to actually cut out strips of paper fold them into like square because it's a rotating square puzzle i made little models and i fucking like on stream was like showing us like how to do it and i was talking to our good friend carlos who works at skybound and I was telling him, yo, I made these models like I saw him and he showed them to the team and everyone was like, I can't believe someone did that because apparently other people that stream it are just like writing it down and trying to work it out in their head. And I'm the only person they've seen that made models out of it. And so the, the people who made this game know who I am and they know I'm the guy that made little paper models. And that makes me feel good. Oh, it makes me feel good. Now let them make um, your trophies. Yeah, let me one, now, just you. put. Hey, 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 hey. You guys make good trophies. I like these trophies. These were good trophies. If you need a little help, if you have want some ideas on trophies for your DLC, hit me up. uh There's a cup. There's three trophies for doing something with a partner, which either you. There, so there's doing three full escapes with a partner. There's giving five items to a partner, and there's solving one specific puzzle in one of the puzzles with a partner and i will say that if you don't have someone to play with you are going to need a second controller but the thing is if you just have a second controller all you need to do is just let them sit and uh three puzzles is really simple when the like there are two puzzles that once you know the answer you can answer because you'll know it already you can do those rooms in under a minute like there's one room where if you know the puzzle you can get out in five seconds jeez well, you, cause you know, the answer, well, yeah,
1: you know, the answer to get just through the door.
0: Uh, and then you, so you do that one, you do this other one called under pressure, which you need to do in under three minutes, which you will, once you know the answer. And then there's one where you have to do a very specific staff on a specific puzzle. So you can either do three easy ones and then just get to that puzzle and do it. Or you can just finish that puzzle. The puzzle at the end of that room where you have to do this trophy called Groovin baby to solve a disco fever puzzle is a pretty hard puzzle. Is that even though once you know it, you still have to like figure it out unless you've got it written down. So whatever. Uh, there's also there's one last puzzle. There's one trophy here I do want to rant about a little bit. Mm-hmm. And there's a there's a trophy called Musical Prodigy, which is find a way to play "Mary Had a oh, Little
1: yeah. Lamb" I remember in that.
0: two of the in, in two different puzzles. One puzzle has a piano, and one puzzle has bells, where you can you know you have to play a tune to go on, or you can play "Mary Had a Little Lamb." I didn't know what Mary Had a Little Lamb was, so I looked it up. Apparently, there's two different ways to play Mary Had a Little Lamb, and you have to play it in G minor, because if you don't, the game won't register. So I played Mary Had a Little Lamb, and nothing happened. And then I can't remember who it was, but somebody in my chat when I was streaming was like, tried a G in G minor and linked it to me. And I'm so sorry, I can't remember who you are. I think are, that was our good friend so Kevin Hilt. Was it Kevin Hill? Yeah. Thank you, Kevin. I'm going to, yeah, we'll give Kevin credit. Thank you, Kevin, for helping me play Mary Had a Little Lamb in G minor, and I got the trophy. Now, when I got all these trophies, these were rare and hard to get, but of course, now the game is out and people are playing it, and that's good. So it is a, it's already like a 50% completion rate because, you know, it's not that hard to platinum. Mm -hmm. You just have to basically beat the game. So it's not going to be, you know, if you're looking for rare trophies, it's not going to be one, but if you're looking for a fun fucking time, I know that last week, our last episode was our like mid-year roundup, but I want to say my, like this game is already in my top three. This is going to be one of our top 10 games for the year. Probably, Chris, I really think you should play it just so you can talk to me about it by the end of the year. And like I I said, it's free on Game Pass, so you should play it.
1: uh, Freshen up my mind so that I don't know all the puzzles since I've pretty much watched two people play it all the way through.
0: (laughs) Shit. Well, just play before the end of the year.
1: Yeah, we'll play it eventually. Probably later in the fall
0: you'll get all the achievements and but you won't be as cool as me because i'll have all the trophies i didn't say the name of the podcast doesn't count um anyway that's my platinum report what have you been playing oh
1: my gosh i have been playing a lot of pokemon
0: unite <laughs> oh hey you know what your shit why uh the final fantasy origin dlc came out and you didn't play it
1: yeah i haven't played it yet well it's i was busy with other stuff this week uh Poor it's shit. my first thing to play though like
0: apparently uh, there's some things that make it really hard but somebody found a way to trivialize it and make it so i don't really have to do it on the hard difficulty and i'm gonna probably do that because fuck this game
1: yeah the game was so good also, how, wait, much does it co- how much excited. does it cost uh i want to say it's probably should, like a 30 dollar
0: shall we, if it's if it's 30 dollars then it can go fuck itself well, there's no i there's two 40, more 30, coming there's no way I'm playing pass. $30 for 12 trophies that only equal 195 points for a game I don't even like. Let's see how much it costs right now. We're going to look it up.
1: There, there's a, a season pass. There's two more exp- like, uh, oh. DLCs coming out. Because there's... Uh, this one is the Dragon King. This is the Bahamut one. And then I think the next one is probably either Shinryu or Gilgamesh. Because uh, it's like interdimensional riff shit. And then the last one, I think... Season pass is twenty four ninety nine. Us playing as the warrior of light and finishing the, the
0: uh a set consisting of additional dimensions, Trials of the Dragon King, Wanderer of the Rift, and in all caps, different future.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Twenty four ninety nine, but you do get the season pass for both. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Twenty nine ninety nine, right? Twenty four ninety nine. Oh, I'm, I'll fucking I fucking do it. I'm I'll ready. wait like I'll wait like three years when it's on sale for like three dollars. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm so excited about it. But also, it. I don't really care about DLC for game. Like I, once I complete game, once I get that platinum, I only do the DLC if I care about it. Like you know Fallout mm-hmm. or like Control. But there are games like you know I played Far Cry Six. I was okay. And you want to play all this DLC that you know technically I own because I got jared hooked me up with the version that came with all the dlc i was like "Eh, i don't know about that um i don't know uh if someone paradise uh, someone out there
1: game that i i am so excited for that dlc normally i wouldn't care
0: who super cares about this game and is talking to me right now (laughs) were to gift me the dlc i would have to play it but until then (laughs) i don't think so anyway go I mean, ahead there's like a lot three of new United. stages
1: i think so i'm i'm ready for that like i just love running around in that world and killing things so uh, i'll play it for the you next one that
0: game is not as bad as i said it was i think it was just that i couldn't understand how much you were loving how it after it made me annoyed my <laughs> new i think i gave it a three didn't i i think so or two it's i would say it's mid
1: that's fair I mean, because I could definitely see where some people will like it a lot and some won't. It's just big, dumb fun for me.
0: Yeah, it'll be fun, and I can't wait to to put it number six on our best games of the year (laughs) list. It can definitely be the top of the bottom five
1: no it's going yep. higher for sure
0: oh no 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 it's, it's <laughs> gonna be at number six and it won't make it any higher than that anyway please continue <laughs>
1: but yeah Pokemon uh,
0: Unite let's hear about it I played a bit of
1: Pokemon Unite um there's an awesome one year anniversary going on right now in the game like if you log in you basically for the next however many days because you have to do it like once a day of course yeah. uh you get five free characters which is awesome uh because oh, you have to, cool. you know it's it's a moba you got to buy the characters w- that you don't have it's what got the a weekly on. one
0: breaking news i'm no longer the 55th best gamer in oh, all of north shit. america i'm now number six, 56 and guess who just de- dethroned me as number 55 who just blaze just 78 oh, is this, this motherfucker this motherfucker. No yo you know what can, put, can we, you put them up to this you put them up to this
1: no 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 comment <laughs> <laughs> you know j- just thinking about it this is a side tangent you know they're doing um a new uh tiny tunes they're doing tiny tunes luniversary Wait, where they like they they go to college i guess i don't know
0: so they're no longer tiny i I think they're still tiny,
1: I just How think, are they tiny but going to college i, I they're really loony, I guess,
0: <clears throat> okay,
1: um but here's the thing, uh-huh, so you know the joke right it's it's I'm buster bunny, I'm Bab's bunny, no relation right, yeah, they're twins now,
0: but so they have now what? they no.
1: are related
0: that sucks,
1: yeah, it fuck that what that's the joke that's the joke guy, the whole thing is that they're there are no oh. relation now. There is relation, and it's not funny.
0: It's not Stop funny. you like? Did you like Tiny Toons?
1: I did. I, I was really. I love all of the uh, like Spielberg produced cartoons.
0: I want to uh, say that I've had a. I've had a tradition since I was fucking eight that once a year during summer I always watch. I still have on VHS Tiny Toon Adventures. How I spent my summer vacation, oh, and nice. I I have not watched it yet this summer. So you know what that's I'm funny. gonna do later probably maybe this weekend I'm gonna watch that I'm gonna sit down and watch that I do love it
1: yeah like I I love those shows I think my favorite though of the of the spielberg ones is freakazoid uh, freakazoid yeah freakazoid freakazoid, so se- good.
0: freakazoid season one only because season two was when they got rid of all the side characters and made it all freakazoid and i love freakazoid but the thing about like freakazoid and it's like why i wasn't a big fan of the new animaniacs that they just made it's that they got rid of all the side shit yeah it used to be like a variety show yeah. where it would be like yeah you watch animaniacs but then they got Peaky in the brain then they got good feathers then they got you know uh, uh good idea slappy bad squirrel idea. good idea bad idea uh well who's the fucking dog and the little girl that says hello li- hello lady uh
1: mindy i think is her name
0: mindy yeah what's the and the fucking socks i don't Boots? remember something like what, that. uh big chicken um there's the cool shit yeah same with freakazoid freakazoid had a lot of like cool side characters and then for so, they talk about this on a documentary on the Freakazoid thing it was like we had to stop doing it because it was like too much budget to have different animators making different side characters and writing oh, different things it's like sense. if we just write Freakazoid then we just have to draw Freakazoid and it was just like yeah but you lose something under that yeah okay bad. well I'm against Bugs and Buster okay. Bunny being related yeah that's weird horse shit also
1: <sighs> I think it kind of fucks up some stuff like in this sh- i gotta rewatch that show
0: do they uh, ever like smooch or something
1: i think so oh fuck gross yeah, i think it i think it uh i think things are gonna get re- it's got to be a new continuity especially because they uh elmira she's fucking dead what yeah she's fucking not in that show
0: oh i thought you like, meant like, like they actually said she's no,
1: dead. No, no well that that is a uh fun little uh nod to my friend john who made uh the updated theme song for it and whenever it gets elmira it just cuts him in. he goes elmira is fucking dead and then it cuts back to the fucking theme it's so fucking good it's, it's, does montana max video. still
0: have money <laughs> probably <laughs> good for him no i that. always assumed fuck montana max no montana max is cool uh montana max is supposed to be like related to yosemite sam i assume But it's just like Yosemite's. uh, was the assumption I'm just putting it together was the assumption that Yosemite Sam, who was a miner, finally like struck gold and then like, I think so. Maybe, you know, was rich. And so his son, Montana, Max had all that money. That would make sense, I guess. I'd probably move from Yosemite to Montana.
1: Yeah, it's Yosemite's in California. You could have a big ass house.
0: Yeah do like the ex machina or yeah ex machina wasn't that in montana did they ever say where that was they just like weird robot facility somewhere in the woods
1: that would be wouldn't that be the one place you would do it is in fucking montana where no one is so you just make this like crazy robot forest
0: it's like yeah, because it's the only place where there's no people but also there's still nature because you wouldn't go to fucking Wyoming. and That's just like a fucking dirt road. Yeah. Uh, Utah's got some good stuff, but also, you know, you got to deal with uh, the Mormons coming around being like, why are you making <laughs> robots? Get out of here. We terrible. Well, I'm sorry. Yo, cut that, go, cut that part. Maybe <laughs> cut that part. Maybe cut that part. Maybe cut that part out. I don't want to be dismissive of other people's beliefs unless you're a Scientologist. That's the only one you're allowed to be dismissive of because hey.
1: they are Go play fucking Pokemon Unite. It's a anyway, Pokemon game. Unite. I, I've talked else? about it before in this show. Uh, yeah, I... Okay, so let me talk about... Uh, it's another Pokemon game. This is actually a mainline series because I played through uh, Pokemon Sword and... Well, Sword. I didn't play Shield. I'm not playing both Sword? of these fucking games. You yeah. played
0: Pokemon Sword?
1: I played Schwartz. Pokemon Schwartz. Uh oh, see your Schwartz is as big as mine. It, it wasn't at the time. Oh, um, no. But it, it is now since I have a full team dude that game for years now i've had people just like give it a shot it's it's really good it's this one it's it's uh it's really cool because you know it's it's bigger and it's on your screen and it's a little bit more open world and all these reasons right the game fucking sucks uh it is not a good mainline pokemon game Uh, And I'm still sticking to my guns and saying that this is probably one of the worst ones that they've ever made. Uh, And it really does. It's so stupid and weird. So the, the one big thing that I love to complain about with this game is that they cut the Pokedex, right? It's only like 400 Pokemon in this game.
0: Uh, Oh yeah, this is when everyone was just like, what the fuck, not all the Pokemon are in the Pokemon game? Right,
1: which is something that they promised they would never do, uh, because the whole point of Pokemon is that you're supposed to pass down those Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. Right, and when I become an adult, like they've even said this, is when you become an adult and you stop playing the games, you have all these Pokemon that you can give to your children. That's the point of moving it from generation to generation. That's why they've been breaking their back to make it so that you everything from the game boy advanced all the way forward so gen yeah, 3 to now say, you can transfer
0: well they already did that because i can't what Where? what about my original yeah the, pikachu
1: those were I, the, the the
0: my surfing pikachu that i got at toys r us
1: <laughs> yeah that that one they uh they were really upset about that like they were really bummed but then again Uh, they did make good on that because they put those two generations on the virtual console and made it. So then you could transfer So they're not the same, but like if you wanted that nostalgic experience of playing those games and transferring them forward, you could do that now. Um, But that's the thing is if you cut out Pokemon, someone's favorite, isn't going to make it in the game. Every Pokemon is somebody's favorite. So that's already a big problem. No,
0: no, nobody's favorite Pokemon is uh, Paris oh paris is so cute though it's, it's, nobody's favorite fucking pokemon is tangela
1: tangela is fucking cool
0: it no, has got it's little not. red boots no it's not tell me one on for, one fucking person whose favorite uh, pokemon is i can i only know like the first two generations so i'm trying to think of the shittiest ones Every, it's everyone's
1: everyone has a a, a weird favorite for sure
0: I, I want you. I mean, mine is the most legit-
1: popular, but like that's fair.
0: What's yours?
1: I love Piplop. Piplop's my favorite. And which one? Which one's that? Uh, he's the Water Starter from Gen Four. So Diamond. And what Pearl. is it?
0: Is that, is that a little a penguin? Or- oh, the little penguin.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, my favorite angry. is ha- my favorite is Haunter. hunter's good. That's a good he fucking favorite. Because he, he fucking knocks you out, eats your dreams, and leaves you brain dead. That's fucking terrifying. <laughs> uh, and he's Poison and Ghost, which are the two coolest. My, poison excited. is the best. Hey, poison is the best type of Pokemon. I'm just gonna say that right now. No, it's bug.
1: It's 100 percent bug.
0: It's bug bug is the worst. Bug's so uh, good. I'm trying to think you see Nobody's, okay. he's so hold cute. on. Nobody's favorite fucking Pokemon is Metapod. Uh okay. E- email me right now to I have more trophies than you at gmail.com. Metapod's Legitimately cool. it's not. You it's down. a fucking useless Pokemon. In my top is- ten, I shit you not.
1: Weedle, in my top ten, because Weedle.
0: Weedle. Is Weedle so is fine. Cute. Nobody likes Kakuna. Kakuna's likes- fucking cool. It's he, useless. He's, he's so cool. It just, all it does is harden, and it doesn't do anything cool. But well, that's because useless. you probably
1: caught it as a Kakuna. No, and didn't catch no. It as a Weedle I fucking. With tackle. I fucking
0: raised it up, and it's like its tackle suck shit, and it's only there <laughs> to be a fucking detriment. It's only there for two it levels. Turns, it's a piece of shit Pokemon and no one's favorite Pokemon is the useless Cocoon. Don't, don't fucking know. lie. Don't fucking lie to me. There's okay? somebody out there. There's no, somebody out there who's then finished. Then I, I demand, then I demand that they email into the podcast legitimately. I know, <laughs> No fucking jokes. Don't be a jokester. I'm talking to you right now, like directly talking to Tylon. <laughs> Do not email in as a joke and be like, of course my favorite is Cocoon and Metapod. No, it's not. Don't. Also, email in your favorite Pokemon. Yeah. Uh but look. E- email in your favorite Pokemon and what you think that Pokemon's favorite platinum would be. Here here's my complaint. Ha- right? Haunter Haunter Haunter's favorite uh would be probably uh what's it what's a game about weird the people falling asleep? Uh or something spooky. You know, uh, I Bet Haunter would really like uh Resident Evil two remake.
1: There you go. I could see that
0: what would pip favorite uh video game platinum be oh man uh there's a happy feet video game on ps3 i'm pretty sure hey there you go it'd be happy
1: Feet. <laughs> i don't anyway, know it would have to be something where he like he gets mad but then like triumphant when he wins why uh because that's kind of like the the general um personality of like a Piplup is that he's kind of like a a sassy little
0: penguin oh, okay
1: anyway because he turns into empoleon which is like napoleon the pokemon no that's not good yeah
0: well talking about also taking one of history's greatest monsters and trying to make him funny i mean i feel like once again one of my favorite movies is bill and ted's excellent adventure but now that i think about it, it's like oh you took two of the worst people in the world genghis khan and napoleon and made them funny happy ha -ha guys (laughs) it's like they're not funny happy ha -ha guys genghis khan is the greatest ever exist not greatest as greatest. good but like largest <laughs> volume of <laughs> uh and you made him a funny guy with an axe and napoleon's just a fucking monster and you made him the funny guy that eats ice cream and goes to the water park maybe <laughs> oh fuck well maybe i gotta look at that movie differently now
1: yeah but yeah anyway. like okay getting back to pokemon uh cutting out the pokedex is a huge problem
0: especially talking when- about people that genghis khan is let's talk about that <laughs> some more let's not it's terrible
1: <laughs> i'm sorry you can cut this out i'm sorry go ahead uh, because especially when they're not focusing on showing you the new pokemon first like that's one thing i'll give credit to like black and white i think black and white was one of the games that they were like hey when you play through the game you're only gonna see like the new guys first and then like also pikachu because uh, you have to have pikachu in it But it's like, we want you to use those guys and get familiar with them first. Once you beat the Elite Four, then more Pokemon will show up in the wild that are from, you know, the first four gens. That's such a good way of doing things because that's how I want to play. But in this game, you walk into the field and there's like... Four hundred ghastlies running around, and then there's four hundred, you know, Geodude and four hundred Pikachu, and here's all these Butterfree, and it's like, where are all the new Pokemon? Because I've played twenty hours of that game, and I think I've seen like ten new Pokemon. Like, I don't understand what they're trying to do with Pokemon now. Because you, you even like, everyone talks about how great the wild area is, and it's this big open you know, map that you can walk around and catch Pokemon and do raid battles and, and all that. But it's just the same Pokemon. It's it's Pokemon from every generation that are in every single game that you see constantly. And no, none of the new dudes. Like, I don't know what's a new Pokemon in this game because they are so few and far between. I'm I'm just baffled and confused at, at why they would then cut the Pokedex out for that. Because it would make sense to me to especially since they've done DLC for the game, is to emphasize the new. Give you all the new stuff. Play with that for a while. And then when the DLC comes out, we'll we'll add in more Pokemon and then also open up more of the the classics to walk around. Because as far as the game goes, I don't really i didn't really get to play with any of the new dudes i just played with dudes from other generations that i rarely used and i didn't like that that it's just kind of dumb so big big poo poo on the game for me uh because where i don't i just don't know where the new pokemon are like please show me in that game where they are even the gem leaders use like machamp and it's like cool i've seen him for 25 years let's go to a new pokemon please and it's like oh no here's some black and white dudes and it's like oh god like they, they just really don't get it i don't understand what the team at game freak is doing nowadays um uh, to make a pokemon game and make it good uh because even uh my my usual other complaint that comes with pokemon games is how linear they are because it's literally you walk in a straight line and it, sure that line may curve a little bit but it doesn't deviate from the path forward right uh and that's one thing i love to to show with the first gen is that the map is so wild because you could look at it and it could very clearly be like oh yeah you just go in a big loop until this you get to the center but that's not how the map works it's like you have to skip certain cities. Uh, and do badges in, in, like, an order that you wouldn't kind of guess by looking at the map the first time, right? Um, but this game, it it just follows that same path. It's like, well, I know that this is the first gem, this is the second, and then it goes in a circle. But this time, it makes you go in two circles. You go, in, you go up to the first four gems and do a circle, and then you go to the next four gems and do a circle, and that's it. And it's just, like, cool. Like, there's no intelligent design in this game. Like, there is no like creativity it is just hey what is the most simple thing we could do with minimal work uh to sell millions and millions of copies because again these games sold uh, the upward i think they sold like upwards of 20 million copies a piece or something like that like some insane number this this sword and shield did so well for them But it's the bare fucking minimum, guys. Like, I love Pokemon. I play the TCG hardcore. I'm a professional player at it. Like, I've been playing the game for 20 years. I've played the video games. The only series that I haven't played the video games were Alpha uh, and Omega, Sapphire and Ruby, whatever and uh, the the Sun and Moon games. I, those are the only ones I haven't played. I've played every single other one and this is it. This is the worst. Like, I cannot believe that people are still paying to buy these games. These are trash. These are not good. And the game is so easy to complete. Like, never had a problem. Just walked through everything. Even chose a bad starter to begin with. Like, the gems aren't even interesting. The first four, they're just like, it's grass, fire, water, and then like ground. And it's like, cool where's like fairy gym or ice gym uh or the dark gym or ghost gym there nope just basic types this time guys and it's like really
0: so i don't know i don't understand I, I think you know i think you don't like it i yeah i, I wanted I to see how long you would go you've been talking for six minutes about how much you hate this game. <laughs> yeah because the thing is no is no I, I, I think when you say the phrase i don't know it's like oh i know you don't like it we well, got it it's just i don't know because it's like
1: they've totally made good games and they have good ideas i mean i the card game is a shining example of that but it's like what the fuck are they doing like what what do they think in a like a uh, production meeting where they're sitting there and they're like how are we gonna make the next game make it as bland as you can is that
0: really the the thought process there i mean I'm, I'm gonna say something just to be a devil's advocate here and yeah, I've noticed sure. this listening to a lot of our previous podcasts and I've stopped to try to do it ourselves mm-hmm. neither of us make fucking video games and so to be like why didn't they just do it better is a pretty just like it, it's a nothing statement of, I don't know we don't know how they make it I don't know how to make a fucking video game you don't uh, know how to make a fucking video game so I don't it's know like, how to make what they made
1: uh, uh, I don't know I, I would disagree because it's like I make card games and tabletop games so it's like i do understand the level of like sitting down in a meeting and talking with uh people in play test sessions where you're sitting there and gathering information on what is objectively good or objectively fun in your said game granted mine's not a, a you know on the medium of like a video game so i don't understand the programming aspect to it but i do understand what makes fun um And also being on the review side, like I've worked in games journalism, like I I know how to objectively look at a game. And the thing is, is is that like you have reviewed games in games journal. I, I just I don't understand when they sit down to make a Pokemon game. What are they looking at? Is it literally just the money line? Because that's what it feels like. And it's and, and then I have to ask the people who are buying these games, are you, like, really? Like, don't fucking send me an email that's like, oh, I loved Sword and Shield and I had a lot of fun and I, I played it for 10 hours and never touched it again. Like, I don't want to hear that email. I want to hear, are you really enjoying these games? Are these games as good as the ones that have come out previous? Because if you're going to put something out, uh as like an iterate on it after you know every three years um i would expect it to at least get a little bit better like look i look at the madden games those games come out yearly and i don't buy them every year but i'll buy them every like two to three because they do at least try to add something new to the 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 formula the you know and pokemon i just see it Taking away and taking away and taking away to the point now where there's nothing left. There is nothing left to this game except for those who play it competitively. And I'm I, I just want to know the, the the casual fan out there. Are you having fun with Pokemon? Do you really? Are you gonna buy Scarlet and Violet when they come out this fall? Because you know they're gonna just be even less of what you already had from Sword and Shield. Maybe there'll like, be more. Maybe, maybe
0: just, you know I don't. But, I,
1: dude, I don't know. I just feel like we're we're. I get it. <laughs> yeah i know i know i'm sorry but like I, i'm so passionate about pokemon so i just i'm really fired up about this and especially after listening to several people for the last three years be like oh these these are the good ones you should play it's finally on the big screen it it sucks looks like shit plays like shit like
0: that's i mean and you're entitled to your opinion however there are people that fucking yeah, love
1: it i give this game would get a a fucking zero from me like, I want to I hear, though. I want to hear, like, defend this shit. Like, uh, is, Pika, is Pikachu in it? Yeah, Pikachu. Oh, guess what? Uh, there's a hundred of them. Like
0: Five out of five. Pikachu's the best. <laughs> Pikachu's the John Cena of Pokemon. Uh, you know, speaking of, they just added John Cena to so, Fortnite today. Not only that, but wrestling might be good again. Oh, wrestling might be good again. Vince McMahon is fucking also, out.
1: Also, did you see the, the Fall Guys edition? What, they had to Fall Guys? They're out. adding uh, Asuka, uh, Xavier Woods, and The Undertaker <laughs> to Fall Guys.
0: <laughs> hey, Xavier Woods I think plays Fall Guys so that's gonna be hilarious if he gets to play as himself good for him uh you know Fall Guys is still fu- Fall Guys has changed a lot I only I played it in it season one and I traded it- what?
1: I fucking hate that game.
0: Really? <laughs> it's so, I am so salty when I play that this game. This <laughs> is, you know, why we have a good podcast because we are the complete opposite. <laughs> uh, you hate anything mainstream and big, and you you want like all the things that you want to talk about. And this is not trying to be like be dismissive Oh no, I but I totally you're very you. much niche. You're like, yeah, hey, yeah. What are the I'm best the games game of the right? year? And you're like i want to talk about fucking digimon and you know this nickelodeon all-star game that nobody played came out and i'm over here being like no the best game of the year is resident evil <laughs> well i mean uh i
1: i love that though because it's like I, there are definitely some mainstream stuff that i could be swayed by but the problem is is now that n- n- where we are in in video games is everything's such a a reiteration of itself that it's everything's lost its own identity yeah so you're right so let's talk about this game that's a number
0: uh, the 11th in a series okay now.
1: which is fascinating to talk about about reiterating because uh the game that we're going to talk about this week which is dragon quest 11 this is okay so if, fi- say, if final say, fantasy
0: if you say one bad word about this game
1: I'm oh i'm not i love reach this through the mic and fucking hit i you. love this game okay good if final fantasy is the uh, the JRPG that constantly went out and tried to do something new every time and tried to be what is the next iteration of a JRPG Dragon Quest is what if we took the same formula and said it's not broke so why fix it let's just perfect it and just perfected yeah. that formula 20 30 years later. Like it is those are the diverging paths, right? Final Fantasy is always trying to do something new and be the next thing. And sometimes it's a hit, sometimes it's a miss. And Dragon Quest is just no, we this is what people like. This is what people want. We're going to stick to this and just make it as good as we can because holy shit what a great game
0: what's your okay uh, before we get into the game itself because there's a couple things i want to talk about but what's your history with the dragon quest series
1: yeah so um i played three and seven as a kid uh i think i played three on the was it like the game boy color there was like a a game boy version of it or something um and then i played seven on the ps1 i want to say those no, i played a at a very oh, no, eight young was a PS2. yeah eight was the ps2 one and then i i played eight when it came out um because like i'd played three and seven as a kid granted that was i was a very little kid and i you know was just like oh yeah i like these little like rpgs uh when i played eight i wasn't Super sold on it. Uh, it was also mostly because I wanted to play the Final Fantasy 12 demo. Um, so I didn't play a lot of it, didn't really care too much. And then I bought 9 when it came out for the DS. And I played a lot of that, but I never could get into the game. And then I've played a little bit of Dragon Quest X when I was living in Japan because I wanted to play like the MMO uh, one. Um, I loved Final Fantasy 11. I love Final Fantasy 14. I was like, well, fuck, I should try their other MMO. And it was fine. It was just, I think that there was too much much like in the language that i i couldn't decipher so i just kind of i felt like a lot of things were going over my head and i wasn't going to enjoy a lot so i didn't play a lot of it um but yeah i've i've played a lot of dragon quest i've also recently played through one and two over like in the last couple years uh which are, are great classic you know rpgs Uh, so yeah i I love the dragon quest uh franchise i just um there there's a a handful of them that i haven't tried and i would really like to go back in and and play although i think three is getting the 2d hd remake thing uh so i'm very 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 excited for when that comes out because that is the best
0: maybe the best one 11 so, really captured my love. So here, here's my history of Dragon Quest. You ready? Mm-hmm. Played Dragon Quest one because I got it for free from Nintendo power. Uh, and I played it for maybe about 30 minutes and went, I this is beyond me because I was <laughs> a child. Yeah. 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 Then I played Dragon Quest monsters on the Game Boy Color when Pokemon was big because it was Pokemon. And it was just like, it's not as good as Pokemon, but it was fun. Yeah. Uh, then I played Dragon Quest 11. Oh my gosh. So oh, wait, 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 wait. And in between that, I played uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, which is basically a Dragon Quest. Game. Yeah, basically.
1: Um, have you played the Builders games? That was another one that I've I've played, but uh, I haven't played like too much. Of. My my wife uh, loves the Dragon Quest Builder series.
0: I own Dragon Quest Builders too, but I have yet to play it just because I think right now, especially in my terrible depressive episode that i'm having right now <laughs> uh something like that would be good i was thinking about starting doraemon story of seasons or Stardew valley on the ps4
1: yeah i was actually um, gonna start doraemon uh this weekend so
0: doraemon you mean yeah, doraemon yeah let me try that again dora Doraemon. Do-ra-y-man. Doraemon. dora e like i just said <laughs> um anyway so uh yeah so i don't have any fucking like i i the, the dragon quest series is not precious to me right i know what it is from culture osmosis but i never played them and i can safely say that uh dragon quest 11 is a top 10 jrpg of all time for me that's
1: pretty bold but i i i respect it i think it could slip into the top 10
0: here are the top 10 in no specific order Ready? yeah persona 4 persona 5 (laughs) uh final fantasy 7 uh pokemon red uh pokemon gold those are jrpgs uh this mm-hmm. yakuza like a dragon i'm gonna count that as a jrpg yeah it is i can't think of three more well you're missing like xenoblade and never played it
1: oh man final fantasy 9 the greatest game of all time no i said seven already i'm good uh 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 oh man we, we gotta do an episode on seven well like we gotta i guess do the remake one day because
0: i we gotta do it was an game. episode we want to do of like seven versus the remake which i think would still be fun yeah oh you know what golden sun golden sun's okay i would like to replay that game uh because for some reason i
1: feel like it wouldn't hold up as well but i no. haven't played it in 20 years so
0: and do you want to know why those eight are my the top eight uh jrpgs of all time why? And also, it's I fully sure. expected
1: you to just say Persona 4, Persona 4 Golden, Persona 5, Persona 5 Royale. No,
0: those so don't on. count. They're the same game. Because <laughs> uh, those are the only eight uh, JRPGs I think I've ever beaten. Oh my gosh. I don't really play JRPGs. Oh, it's such a good genre, though. You, see, your like I, played a, I played a little Earthbound, but I never finished it. I've never played Chrono Trigger. Oh, yeah.
1: Mother 3 would probably be up there for me. Fucking beautiful ass game. Earthbound's great, but I Mother 3 Does is
0: Mario game. and Luigi Superstar Saga count? Yeah, that's a JRPG. Oh, that's definitely in the top ten. Yeah, men. that's a
1: good one. It's a fucking that's solid. a great fucking game. Yo, this just, fucking Dragon Quest game was does Fallout. Just count? a delight. Uh no, that's not a JRPG. Why not? Uh it's made in America. <laughs>
0: uh there's probably a team from Actually, no, I don't, don't I don't any. think uh, Golden
1: Sun would be then either, because I think that is made in Europe. Does Advance Wars count? Uh, no, that is a tactics game. It's a strategy game. Does Marvel's Spider-Man count? No, that's, uh, that is an action. Does the Japanese version
0: of Control count?
1: No, that is a game that's ported to Japan.
0: But but the box has, it says, uh, you know, it's a zero D rating on it. (laughs) But it wasn't made there. I mean, they made the box there. They probably didn't. They probably made that in China. I have, I still need to, it's funny, once I, uh, i have it now I was like all i gotta do is beat this uh the dlc on this uh japanese version of the ps4 version of control and then i have every control trophy damn and then we can do our control episode i'd be down but we're doing dragon quest Let's talk dragon quest so here's my history with dragon quest 11 picture this it is 20 i believe 18 let mm. me see i think that's about no 2019 it's july 27th 2019 oh my gosh and ryan Wants to play a game to get a cool platinum. And I told my friend Jared of Gamer, I think I'm going to try and beat um, and get the platinum in Dragon Quest XI. Wait,
1: hang on. Was it really July 27th? Or are you just throwing that date out because that's tomorrow? Or technically three days ago.
0: Oh, no, no, no. That's the date that I get the first trophy. Wow.
1: That's wild that this happened to just fall right then. Cool. Oh, yeah.
0: Weird. Yeah. Good timing. Yeah. So I start playing the game. And Jared's like, there's no way you're gonna get the platinum in a month, because I had about a month to like, I wanted to get the platinum for a specific like milestone thing. And I was like, I have about a month to get there. This is before I went crazy and did like all of the this is before the market crash on, on platinums and we're not getting, you know, jumping turbo, <laughs> you know, piggy the platinums piggy. every the yeah, before the fucking rut of garbage, which I truly was gonna quit. And then, you know, it's hey, When you're going through a breakup, a lot of people can turn to things such as drugs and alcohol. I turn to fake trophies on a video (laughs) game. So I'd say in the long run, probably the healthiest option. Also, I am eating. I bought every Choco Taco at my local 7-Eleven because they're not making Choco Tacos anymore. (laughs) So I literally went and bought every single one. Oh, no. I have like 30 Choco Tacos in my freezer right now. Holy shit. Well, they don't make them anymore. They're going to go bad in like a week. No, they're in my freezer. that doesn't
1: mean that it's safe forever you're gonna get freezer burn and then you're gonna take a bite and be like oh this tastes
0: well fuck you then i'll eat 30 chocolate tacos in a week is that what you (laughs) want to hear chris i'll bring them over my niece and nephew will eat them i don't know anyway um so i shut up and let me fit okay hold on (laughs) playing dragon quest i get about 20 hours in over a week or about played for about a week or two Mm -hmm. and then i as i've noted before went to a Live action role play game that I like to play called Dystopia Rising, and I tripped and fell off a cliff.
1: <laughs> Oof. This is your uh, 27 story or whatever it is—the 127 hours. You're stuck. Yeah, well, in
0: no, a mountain. I was stuck there for all of 30 seconds. You had cut your arm, arm off. No, I just fell and I dislocated my shoulder. It was very uh. scary, and I, I lost a lot of like the motion of my shoulder, which as a chiropractor is very important. And I went through a really scary phase where like I thought my life was over. I thought I was never going to be able to work again i thought i was you know everything was fucked and i couldn't play i couldn't even hold a controller to play video games for a couple weeks so it's oh, like geez. If you look at my if you look at my trophies august 20 like you know hundreds of trophies a month and then august of 2019 i got like 12 because for the rest of that month i was basically fucked right so of course i stopped playing dragon quest and when i could start playing video games again then when i could start moving again and everything ended up fine i really didn't want to play dragon quest because I don't know. I don't know if it reminded me of what happened because it was what I was focused on, or whenever I tried to pick up, I was just like, I can't really do this right now. And I put it away and I moved on and I never went back. Well, Jared, being the good friend that he is, would constantly bring up, When are you going to Platinum Dragon Quest? When are you going to beat Dragon Quest? <laughs> and I nicely and then more forcefully the end had to explain to Jared, Jared, uh, that gives me bad memories of when I thought my life was over. Please stop bringing it up. When you do, you actively make me feel bad. So, you know what Jared did? jared bought me a jared bought me a copy of dragon quest 11 definitive edition (laughs) god damn it i love jared fuck you jared um so when i was getting close to a thousand platinums at the beginning or the end of last year the beginning of this year i went you know what fuck it this is something i have to conquer to get over it and i fucking sat down and i finally did it and it helped me get through those feelings as weird as it sounds i know it's super weird to be like. Dragon Quest 11 gives me flashbacks of a terrible time when I fell off a cliff and it's just like oh it's just a video game who fucking cares but you know what it, it did for me and so at the beginning or end of last year and beginning of this year I sat down and I finished it and I gotta say it's one of it is one of the best JRPGs probably one of the best games I've ever played yeah it is a fantastic game no
1: like I it's totally plot get is like, a little
0: annoying I totally get what Excuse you saying, because like video games but are a good snapshot we'll go over that. oh, sh- anyway that's that's the that's the Dragon Quest story I wanted to tell
1: now we can talk about the game no yeah i t- I totally get what you're saying because like video games are a snapshot into like our lives like it it, it there so many times i can be like oh man where was i like this summer it's like oh yeah this fucking game came out and it like meant a lot to me that summer you know and like or to the
0: people around me and shit so i don't know if it's the reason it's for me is i don't know if this is the right term but i've always used the term sense memory mm-hmm. i can remember a if you tell me a game I have a snapshot of, I guess it's just like a feeling of my head. I can remember where, what I was watching when I played it. Cause ever since I was a kid, when I play video games, I don't want something else. And so there's snapshots of different games. It's like, this game is tied to this thing. You know what I mean? Like uh, Fallout is going to be tied. Fallout uh, uh, New Vegas is going to be tied to me watching the boys. Um, It goes back to things like um, when I think of different world of Warcraft expansions, I can remember what I was playing and what I was watching. Uh, like all the way back to the one that always gets me is there was a computer game based on Goosebumps Attack of the Mutant. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you even know that book? No. I've read a lot of it's Goosebumps a, though. Attack of the Mutant was the one where the guy gets sucked into a comic book. Did he get sucked? He gets, well, no, he didn't get sucked. The comic book came out. How did out. they
1: put that into a fucking...
0: Anyway, they made, a, they made a, like a doom shooter about it. And I can still remember sitting in the house we were living in at the time, having a little uh, TV next to me, and playing it uh, during the summer when it was just, you know, TV was on. So I remember like the local uh Fox station playing the the Popeye movie with Robin Williams <laughs> and then going into like Grace Under Fire was on, which was a terrible TV show and just playing this game. I can remember uh vivid memories of like playing City of Heroes while watching an all day CSI marathon. Like I get a lot Not of sure. memory of what I was doing and what was going on when a game was so the part part about that is when I would look at dragon quest 11, I wouldn't remember what I was playing at the time. I would remember falling off that fucking cliff and how much pain it was. Ugh. And the field the just the dread feeling of my life is fucking over. So right. it took a lot for me to get through that.
1: Yeah. I feel that I, I get a lot of that with like music, um, but it's like, yeah, goddamn, I couldn't imagine like trying to overcome dragon quest because it's such a long game uh oh
0: fuck it's so mo- okay so let's is. let's talk less about that and now let's talk about the game here's yeah. the thing about dragon quest 11 dragon quest 11 is dragon quest 11 plus dragon quest 11 2 plus dragon <laughs> quest 11 3 it's it's its own trilogy in one game yeah this game is like hundreds of hours i think it was over 100 hours to get the platinum which is
1: fucking wild like i think it took me about 35 hours to beat the game granted i mean if-
0: I, if you I've, want to be specific, it took me two years, five months, and two weeks to get the platinum, and that's God just because of a giant break in the middle of it. It right. really it took. So like it took me. I want to say like I played it for two weeks, just on and off. I was playing other things when I first. started. I played it for about a week because I played up to what's the town with the uh, like the Venice town uh gondolia Gondolia? yeah yeah i played up to that point and that's when i had my accident and then i played the rest of the game from that till the end of the fucking game in like two or three weeks damn
1: yeah you know what actually i played up to then uh earlier this year and then from covid on i played from there to the end of the game over the last like two weeks so there you go <laughs> so kind of similar uh in uh where we ended up stopping in the game but but you played the definitive edition i right? did and i, I wanted I, to okay. ask you uh I, how was the music in in the original <laughs>
0: oh it was the same one clip over and over again and it got to it so annoying to the point where I would turn like if I was out in the world, I would just mute the game and watch something else.
1: Oh my god, let me tell you the definitive edition. No great, great music. Composer is a piece of shit. Like, fuck that guy. Yeah, he's he's
0: an old Pissed dude that doesn't game. want anyone to like use his music or some shit, right?
1: Yeah, I think uh the big reason oh well, my gosh, this is uh this is a topic. Uh I, I think the reason why he didn't want the specifically americans to have the uh his music like because he composed beautiful fucking music for this game uh which is in the definitive edition done by the tokyo metropolitan symphony orchestra beautiful fucking arrangements uh because uh he doesn't like america uh he was on a government panel that uh when the u.s like you know back in like 2015 and 16 like around the world war ii like uh anniversary stuff they were like you know we need to look at the things we all did in world war ii and say like we're sorry for that kind of stuff and he was like we did nothing wrong japan did nothing wrong in 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 nanking and it's like uh what you in yeah he penned a letter even to the uh to congress here in in America saying like we will not apologize for the wrongdoings we didn't do. And it's like oh boy. And then also he was uh not very keen on on the LGBT community. Uh so fuck that guy, but isn't that Japan still just not, really- not No, not really. Uh, they're they're more accepting than you think, but at the same time it's the governments run by old people, so yeah. they haven't approved like, you know, legal- it, it osaka is getting there because they're the they're the california of japan but that's another topic but um uh that march the the dragon
0: quest march
1: Mm -hmm. is one of the greatest pieces of fucking music to ever be penned
0: i mean it probably is but i don't know if i've ever heard it
1: no, it's like the the opening, the bump, 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 oh, bump, yeah, yeah. Bum, that, that, oh, that is so a good, that is a good song. goddamn good, and especially in this fucking game, like, uh, just the opening gets me so nostalgic for it because it's just like very like calm. The Overture is getting you there and then rise the hero shows up and he starts right just and then it kicks in And it's just like every time I started the game I would always watch the opening video just because I was like I love this. This is so good this gets me into the mood for adventure like I Love the crystal prelude in Final Fantasy and stuff, but goddamn the Dragon Quest March is that fucking fanfare will Fucking right when I die and you're lowering my casket into the grave or my ashes or whatever um, fucking play that song. Like, play that song when it's all done so everyone can go off and have a, a better life, you know? Like, goddamn, Um, and the whole game just completely orchestra-composed fucking music, uh, or performed music. It's so beautiful. I really feel bad for you that you didn't get to play the better version of this game. Because, oh my god, I love the music
0: in this. I mean, here's the thing. I've got it. I can still play it. Uh, Jared still to this day is like when are you gonna play the one i got you and I'm like, fuck <laughs> it so i made him a promise that it'll be platinum 2000 wow. so we'll get there soon enough because we're yeah you know, you're fucking barreling to 1450 towards it. so yeah, yeah, yeah it'd be funny if dude if i could get through a thousand platinums this year that'd, that'd be, be wild wild uh here's an important question i want to ask that we brought up in dark cloud that now anytime if we play one of these games i want to know what'd you name your guy i named it Budezu. Oh, I named my guy in the, uh, I think we talked that, you know, I like to name my guys after terrible movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this, once again, remember that this was from 2019. So my, of course the hero of time was named Stuber. Oh my God. I never told you what I named my guy in, uh, in, uh, New Vegas. Oh yeah. You wouldn't name your character there. Take, take, take a guess.
1: Um, I don't know. You named him, uh, Roger Rabbit, because you were rewatching that movie
0: no, that's a good movie, <laughs> of course the the person it's who has to go around the waists and you know and and he's got a guard he's got a guard those less fortunate because he is I you know, did play good karma, so of course my courier was named Paul Blart. <laughs> uh and you know we'll just see what the next game gives us uh yeah no i named my dude stuber no i was when i first started the game i was streaming and i want to say our friend kevin wrestling was just like name him fucking stuber and i'm like all right (laughs) um awesome uh there you go uh so okay so dragon quest 11 i'll say this the beginning story not like it's it's pretty fucking generic guess what yeah you're you're the chosen one and you gotta do it that's really all the story is They don't really explain why you're the chosen one. You just are. And so you're born in this little village and you got this little mark on your hand that says you're the chosen one. And all of a sudden the fucking king comes in and says chosen one's fucking evil. Kill this fucker. And they fucking capture you, throw you in a dungeon, raise your fucking town to the ground and you have to escape and that i thought once that hit that was really cool because always it's always you're the chosen one and everyone's here to help you so i liked it it was like you're the chosen one fuck you (laughs) i mean um
1: i i'm almost certain that we see that he wasn't born in that village before
0: then so like i was already hooked on that I i thought i thought that was the twist that you find out you weren't yeah, I mean, I didn't play this part. I played this part two years ago, so it's not really. If another. I remember correctly, actually I think, three years ago at this point. I think you just barely.
1: You just see a little snippet of it because whenever. Oh I think yeah, when don't you see that you're like sends yeah, you you're off? She's like, river. hey, you know, you know, and you're like, yeah, I know that you're not like my birth mother, but like I love you. Your mom, you're my mom. Uh, and she like gives you a letter and she's like they they left you with this take this to the king and he's going to point you in the direction that you need and that's what sends you on your journey and then that's when he's like no you are the dark spawn fuck
0: you (laughs) i'm going to assume you played this game in japanese i did play it in japanese okay and it was in english everybody talks in weird english accents
1: yeah it, is, it's written it like that way, in too, Japanese? which is weird. Is it in well, Japanese?
0: Like in,
1: in Japanese, it's not because there were plenty of times that, uh, that's like I could go on for hours about the difference in dialogue because that was something interesting to me was I'd be listening to it and I'm like, well, that's not what they're saying, but it's interesting that I kind of got to experience both of those stories then. And oh, I mean, it's was, only was the like vo- wait, on. differences. Was like, the
0: voice in Japanese, but the writing was in English. or something? Yeah. 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 That's how I played it. Oh, interesting. So
1: like I saw all the like very cockney English that they put yeah, in there. It's a lot of cockney English. But then like when I was listening to it, I was like, Oh, those are not, the, you know, they took some, I, I don't know. It's not even that they took Liberty. They they did a really good job of localizing the game. Um, and giving everyone their own kind of personalities and, and, and backgrounds and, and, you know, these group of people, you know, have this kind of accent or whatever, I guess. Um, but like, yeah, in, in, in experiencing the, the Japanese language through the audio, uh, and then reading it, I was like, I just thought it was interesting that I was kind of hearing two different, uh, lines being read, basically, um, but it was cool i thought that was very interesting if you have the ability to do that try it out with whatever language you know that it might be something cool that you uh get to experience through your playthroughs
0: so uh after you get out the next part of the story is basically the get your squad part of any rpg where you're getting your party together you know basically the first uh, what, 1050 episodes of One Piece, as you've recently found out? <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> hey, now the story can continue or begin or it whatever. It can
1: begin. We finally have uh, the, the full 10 crew. Spoilers. Remember,
0: remember you when you, like, literally a week before that happened, with this guy said this, we're like, yeah, it's wrapping up. It really is feel like it's ending. And then he comes out and was like, yep, now the story can start. Well, we'll see. It's going to end and it'll be done.
1: i don't i think it'll end when we're both in our 60s i would be willing to do a gentleman's bet here Mm -hmm. uh by the end of uh, let me say winter 2025 so this would be spill into like february 26 by then one piece will be done the manga in
0: four in four years uh yeah i feel like three and change 23 24 25 I mean, like that's probably a, not. The, I don't. I don't know. Because his, I, his I, like n- No money bet. The winner he just gets to say I was right. Yeah, one dollar. Okay, sure. <laughs> no, no money bet. The okay. winner just gets to say they were right. Because no, his no, no. The rules. No, hold on. The rule of trading places must say the bet must be the customary bet must be a dollar. You seen trading places, right? Yeah. Of course, the customary bet must always be a dollar. Yeah. The, as as set fourth by randolph and winston duke of duke and duke also uh sure the bet is one dollar
1: feeling good about my bet about the ps5 pro right now so
0: just just putting that Hold out on. there Feeling pretty good about that. i believe you have very little time left on that i'll put a reminder in my phone i think it's the end of next year yeah mm, let's see But with blaze over if there's a ps5 pro or not yet we have until the end of next year
1: yeah i'm feeling very good about that one
0: i don't i think you're wrong
1: (laughs) but um yeah i think it'll be done but uh yeah this this is the game where it's it's traditional any jrpg you spend the majority of the first half of the game setting up the party and getting your crew to go Fight whatever evil is in your way, which in this one is, um, Mor Mordegon, I think it uh, is.
0: Yeah, Mordagon Yeah, because the, in in the Japanese, evil boy,
1: and the Japanese they always just refer to him as like the Shadow Lord, basically. So, or like the Shadow evil King. Cool name, so, um, it was it was always uh that that was the name where whenever I saw it, I was like, oh, that's a weird name because everyone else's name in this game is like Eric. Veronica. yeah what are their
0: names in doesn't jade have a way cooler name in japanese yeah they they do have different uh names in name, japanese, like, but i isn't her name martina anything. i think her name's martina there's a cooler name so yeah okay so let's go over the the so through the next like 10 to 15 hours it's just you going from place to place getting the rest of your party first person you find is your thief named eric he's got he's got goku hair he kind of looks like trunks well i mean uh,
1: the whole game is this yes. it's dragon quest so all the characters are dragon done quest, by all the characters toriyama, are so. done
0: by toriyama but the thing is he straight up has fucking super saiyan god super saiyan blue hair <laughs> yeah and he looks like fucking i mean yeah, the main looks character like looks
1: like fucking trunks with the long hair just not his yeah. buff and brown hair
0: uh, uh so eric is your thief what's really cool everything. okay so i, I want to before we get into this because i want to talk about this like a really cool thing they do with their uh, experience points is this like skill grid where there's different paths that you can go down and it's all hexagons. And it's like, you can unlock something as long as one hexagon is touching the next hexagon that you need And their Mm -hmm. skills are it's like, Oh, this one must have at least four skills around it, touching it to unlock to get like the super skill. And all of the uh, paths are actually attached. So it's like you have a starting point and not everybody's uh, grid has the same shape, but it's like, yo, if you go down this one path, you can get to a second path that you couldn't start at, or you can take the long way around, but maybe you'll get different skills. And so you can kind of customize everybody. Yeah. But uh, with Eric, he's your thief. He can either do like swords or knives. Uh, I started him with knives, but eventually you can get him towards the end game with swords, and he's a fucking beast. Yeah. He, Bet- he can a wield. Yeah, he can dual wield and get crits and, uh, very good. Then you meet uh Veronica and Serena, who are sisters. That's basically your black mage and your white mage. Yep. And uh,
1: Veronica has been turned into like a child because she was using like magic all fucky crazy. She
0: got, you know, she got cursed to yeah. look like and be like a little eight year old or something. And she's real mad about it. <laughs> she, um,
1: I, I loved Veronica throughout this game. I thought she was like a really fun character. Um, uh, and then of course like you know well we'll we'll get JRPGs. there Uh yep.
0: <laughs> and then uh the next one is Silvando who's like this very flamboyant uh the traveling secret, entertainer hero
1: of this fucking game
0: he's okay he's a good support character but oh, he's, he's kind great. of and then the last ones you meet are Jade who is just some lady and her dad Rab and you don't really learn their story until later and he's like an old man with a little fez he's okay i'll say for me <laughs> oh and then there's then maybe there's one other person you'll get later But my favorite party would have been the Luminary, Eric, Jade, and then maybe the guy that we'll talk about later. I think for me, for most of the game, it was uh, for the the first half,
1: I played with um, Veronica, uh, Sylvando, Serena, and Jade. And then in the second half, it changed.
0: You didn't didn't even use the Luminary? I did for a bit. um, This is what is kind of cool is that you don't have to have like most of these is like you always have to have it's like Final Fantasy 7 clouds always got to be in the party right yeah in this game Luminary doesn't have to be in the party and also you can change who is in the party during battle yeah which is excellent as long as they're
1: not dead no you can even change them when they're dead really yeah it's awesome like once your party starts dying out then you just hit like triangle uh go to lineup and then just take all the dead people out and put the new people in it is awesome i I love but if the luminary dies it is an instant game over no it's not no not in at least not in the definitive edition cuz uh, yeah i had plenty of times where the luminary would die and it was just like oh yeah you know as long as you shit. have a party member alive
0: you're good so. cuz that's one of my one of my few grapes about persona is that if the fucking prote- if like joker or uh uh you know you're mm. you're the protagonist of four dies so it's like oh instant game over and so if you get hit with an instant kill it's like well shit so i just i don't think the luminary ever died on my game through but i just assumed yeah 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 huh. um I also, uh,
1: I don't. I, I followed a really interesting guide for the game, so a lot of times mm-hmm. I was constantly swapping in characters. I was constantly um, rectifying their abilities to reset them and just kind of pick different paths. Because, uh, like with Eric, I used knives for most of the game, mm-hmm. and then towards the end, right towards the end of the game, I got the uh, Stardust Sword, and then I swapped them into swords and started just using that what's
0: also really cool is that like all the save points you can at any time just pay us some money and it gets more the more times you do it per character but you Mm. can pay some money to just reset their skill points
1: yeah which is so fucking fun because then it lets you experiment you know Uh, in any jrpg where you get to uh, have a class system or some kind of skill tree or whatever it is so good when a game just has a very small fee uh, to let you completely reset it and do it better you know or do it the way you want in, in that instance but um really i think the only character i kept the same for most of the game was jade because when you get her with fucking tridents and are like the yeah, spears
0: yeah. oh my god multi-thrust
1: oh, is so fucking good
0: she's the best with a spear um so as you're getting together basically the the, the story is oh, the the king of heliodor is like he's a fucking he's not really a luminary luminary is evil gotta go get him And it's you're running away from him and the the captain of the guard, Hendrik, who's this big knight, that's like, well, the king said you got to die, so you got to fucking die, bitch. And so uh, it's just running from town to town. Go, I got to go. What's going on? Well, find out that what it is, is you need to get to Yggdrasil, the, the world tree, to get the sword of light. And the sword of light is the destined weapon of the luminary. And that'll defeat the darkness, who is... They they don't really ever say that guy's yeah. Morgon's name. They're just
1: like because throughout the game you're trying to figure out like well, Morgon is like the being of darkness, but like we haven't seen any like indication that he's really around other than like monsters attacking and like things going kind of baddish, But mm. um, he definitely reveals himself. Uh, but you did miss one character that uh, is constantly chasing you, who is a major part of this game, which is Jasper.
0: Oh yeah, there's another guy named Jasper who's being a real dick. Yeah, he's he's a real big
1: baby man. Uh but yeah, you're running from him and Hendrik uh throughout most of the game. As you start to fill out your party, uh you start to learn uh the legacy of what your character uh holds, I guess. Um yeah. or like what his uh true background is. And a lot of the characters uh, I guess uh that or well two others that fill your party um because you find out that you were the child of the uh king and queen of uh, drundasil done it's such a weird all these names are wild and wacky so we're gonna mess them up but uh yeah you were the child and
0: uh and it turns out that rab is a little man and is here your grandpa Grandpa, and he was the former king Who's yeah his kid was your dad and that also makes jade his, his kid was your mom uh because
1: your dad erwin was oh that's knight right that yeah, he yeah, was yeah, like yeah. let me marry her please i know i'm a peasant and he was like you're you're a good dude like go for it
0: yeah and uh and then you also turns out the jade jade is the exiled princess yeah. of the other uh, the other nation helidor where the the fucking king is going crazy and, and the up the queen of your mom uh, took her in
1: basically as an adopted child. So she's kind of like your big sister. She's
0: kind of She's kind of your sister. Yeah. So you got all of a sudden it's like your party is all these people and also your grandpa and your sister. Yeah. Uh, and you do all that and you. So this is what I'm going to call act. Like I said, this game is three yes. games in one. This, this game. Is act one. <laughs> this is act one, but it's really game one because it's like 40 hours to get to the end of act one where you get to the tree and the tree's got the sword, and you pull the sword out, and then boom! Guess what? Oh no! Jasper and Hendrik and the king are there, and it turns out the king has this whole time has been doing this fucking uh, smear campaign on you, calling you the Darkspawn because he's actually been uh, impr or uh, uh, possessed, possessed by, by the, the Lord, the Dark Lord Mordegan. And Jasper is a piece of shit. Hendrik, thankfully, is like, "I didn't know about this. Fuck you! I'm a good guy now. And yeah, guys' team. <laughs> Hendrik was like, "Shit, I." had the fucking
1: wool pulled over my eyes like ah man i fucked up
0: (laughs) but it's not enough mordagon gets the sword of light corrupts it kills the tree and we get the thousand years of darkness and it's like basically the bad guy wins the end
1: yeah it's a very oh man i'm gonna spoil this and uh, if
0: now in my version of the game you immediately go into into act two in the oh definitive yeah right. version of the yeah. game there is if i'm there's not mistaken the definitive version there's an interlude so what's the interlude okay
1: um first off very final fantasy six of this game um but yeah there there is a interlude of four uh short chapters in between acts one and two and you get to i i think it's really cool because i think for you as a player did you get to do these stories at all no, they're not in the game. They're not in the game period like not even as DLC or anything. Okay. No. Interesting because you get to play as Eric, Jade, Silvando, like and uh Rab, but it's in the order of you play Silvando, then you play as Jade, then Eric and then Rab. Uh and you get to play as them during this period of uh the luminary being gone because when the the tree falls uh you all get split up to different parts of the world um and Mortagon and his henchmen are trying to find the luminary and his friends and make sure that they're dead so that he can you know rule supreme forever um but uh of course, you know you guys escape, and you get to play as these four characters and learn more about what happens so Silvando, you start in gondolia and uh everyone's like super depressed and he's like i I've got to do something I gotta make the world smile again and uh you basically start recruiting all these people that have kind of like turned to doing crime and petty stuff to you know just to live and eat um and you recruit them into this circus and then he goes from like town to town uh putting on like a little circus and like cheering people up so uh it's kind of cute it's kind of fine um and then you play as Jade uh where she ends up in Octagonia where the MMA tournament is the masked Mm. martial arts tournament the wrestling tournament yeah yeah and she uh finds that that whole city's been overrun by monsters and there's one uh his name was booga i think like uh it was like booger or something like that uh he is like this big pervy you know trollish monster and he captures her and turns her into like his personal bunny girl and she gets like mind controlled and uh basically he turns the whole city into a casino uh and she's forced to 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 be there and they kind of round up all the people the humans that were living there and capture them in this like demon world uh but you get to play as her uh succumbing to him and like how that plays out so when you get there to re-recruit her in the second half of the game you're like. Why is this happening? Why does she got vampire powers? Now, you know, uh, it's because she got fucking corrupted and taken over. Uh, but the next two stories were the more interesting ones where you play as Eric, where uh, I had a huge problem. And then Rab, uh, when you play as Eric, you end up kind of in a similar prison that you find him at the beginning of the game. And your goal is to escape. Um, and go find your friends but the problem is is as you get towards the end of that cave or sorry let me restart it when you wake up uh there's a slime a heel slime a meta slime and it's like hey like i'm i'm a good slime i'm here to help you out buddy uh we're gonna get out of this don't worry and he's like okay you're weird but i'll trust you uh and then you kind of like sneak out of the cave and you you, the meta slimes like hey i'll go distract these guards and you'll get away and then uh you get towards the end and all the monsters start showing up uh and they're like oh the prisoners escape we got to get him and that's when indignus i think his name is he's one of the bosses you fight at the very he's the gatekeeper to the dark castle uh he shows up to fight eric and you lose and uh then the meta slime is like hey so actually I'm called the seer. That's what people kind of refer to me as and I'm here to help you in this moment because I know exactly what's going to happen. I can give you the power to win and survive this fight. But if I do it, I'm going to take what you hold precious. And he's like, "Fine, I'll do it. I got to live and and help the luminary." And she's like, "Cool. I'm taking your memories then because that is the thing that will be most precious to you." And so she's like, "You will survive this, but you won't know anything about what happened. You will just be a person who knew that you were on a journey, and that's it." And so you, uh, you, ba- <laughs> you basically go Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan, because uh, you, or he uses like the Kaioken technique, uh, and he defeats the monsters. But then Indignus throws him off the cliff, uh, where the Seer then intervenes and lets you. Uh, float down softly to the ground where Eric wakes up on a beach and he's like I don't know who I am who am I what am I doing here and stuff so uh, very sad but during that part I almost soft locked the game and I was fuming for like two hours because when you have to fight Indignus um, the guides that I kept looking at uh, because I kept losing to him because he's very very strong right Um, none of the guides said that you know you could just defend like you just got to get to a certain point in the fight it's just like no keep attacking him until he wears out because he will just do this bullshit move where he just hits you twice and you die um and through most of my guides i wasn't using eric a lot in that first half so he had no equipment and then i just spent two hours grinding on just two mobs and i just couldn't do anything and then eventually i was like you know what if i just have to get to a certain point in this fight i bet i could just defend and that will get me there so then i started doing that and of course saved me a lot of headache and uh then he just threw me off the cliff like he was supposed to and it was great
0: i just want to note really quick Mm -hmm. never got a game over once
1: Oh well whatever like <laughs> I I play with caution to the wind. I just I just run and go. Um but that was hard because again like I I I think outside of that I may have only gotten a game over like once or twice. Um, but that part it just stumped me because I thought I had to win the fight, and it was like, oh no, you just needed to defend, and I just defended, and healed every turn that I could, and eventually I won, so that was awesome. Uh, and then I got to go on and finally experience the Rab part, which is, um, him, uh, waking up in kind of like a a dream. Uh, so at towards the end of the first half of the game uh when you get done with the ice place you see him walk out of town and a a, like a a girly mag you know drops out of his pocket he's like oh what's that (laughs) i'm not an old man like i don't i don't know what the booby mag is here and we're all just like oh okay we'll just move on um he sees that girl like in a dream and she's like i can i can guide you to this whatever like i can put you she's like are you happy you're here right uh and he's in this fantasy where uh he wakes up back in dungersil as the king and you relive a lot of those experiences of uh him being the king and uh his daughter coming to him the the princess and saying hey i want to marry this knight and he's like cool let do that and you know what you guys can be king and queen now i'll retire and abdicate the throne and then you move on and it's like hey we're we're pregnant we're gonna have a kid and it's like oh great i'm so happy for you guys and then you get a little bit further and the kid's a child and you're having a birthday and you're like okay this is starting to get weird because this couldn't have happened and rab starts realizing like oh i'm i'm not here like i'm this is a dream and you have to like you're the hero as a child comes up and he's like are you okay grandpa and he's like yeah but i've got to go kid he's like i i really enjoyed this small little time we got to have together but like you know something needs me so then you meet the the booby girl again and she's like are you ready to leave this and ready to to do what you need to and he's like yeah and then that's when you find out that he has been seeking out a master pang uh who is going to teach him all these like secret techniques and stuff um and she is in like this weird shadow realm and what you find out later in the game is that that was him basically dying and going to like the gates of of the afterlife and learning from this master that's been protecting of uh you know the that cross section of you know living and not uh and teaches him like all these secret techniques and shit and uh you get to actually play through that stuff so when you get to those sections in the game for me it was a little bit more meaningful because it's like I've done those thing. I knew what was happening with these characters when I ran into them because I'm interested like did was it weird when you just showed up to like Eric and he didn't know anything because I knew that was coming because I played it you know
0: and if yeah, you I mean, didn't there definitely was a then... there definitely was a disconnect of like, hey, everyone's been gone for a couple of years. Uh, what's going on? And it was just sort of like, okay, there's you know, they just like they got to show that it's been years and it's like the whole you know, uh, Ocarina thing where it's like you've been in the temple for seven years and everything went to shit. Yeah, type of thing. Yeah, and it it, it was really
1: cool. Like, I'm really glad that they put that interlude there. I I kind of do wish it were. I don't know, and more of an option, I guess, because I don't think they're super necessary. But I think that if I would have played the game naturally, like in the the regular version, and gotten to those points, I'd been like, "Ah, oh, these kind of feel like cop outs, I guess, because they're very tropey." You know, it's very like whenever you have these time skips in in games, that's kind of how it plays out. Like, there's always someone who forgets everything, and like someone who was maybe near death and in another realm or something that you have to go pull them out of that realm and uh someone who got turned to the bad side and it's like being able to experience that uh experience it and then going to get these guys it it was like when i woke up as the luminary by myself i was like oh well, I know where some of my friends are, and I gotta go find them. You know, I gotta go get that. But then uh, the rab one threw me for a loop because that was the
0: one when. Uh, Later, so so let let's hold that until yeah we let, that yeah point. that's but, fair. So I'll say it. that okay. So what happens in the normal version is you just wake the fuck up. Yeah, as a fi- <laughs> as, as a fish. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, you're. I forgot you're like a fish. Yeah, you you're like, like a little un- fish. Yeah, you know, like a, you're under a curse, and you gotta get unfished. Basically, you go back to your hometown and you find that the town has is basically a, a refugee town now for everyone. And it's, you know, the, it's the world of darkness, all the, the creatures. That's how they explain how there's like new creatures on the overworld map and they're stronger It's like uh, darkness has taken over. It's literally like the whole Ocarina of Time dark world seven years in the future. thing. Yes. And your first goal is oh, I got to find everybody. So you go, you get your party again, and there is a point where you go and you go to this mountain. It's basically supposed to be like the Himalayas, and you meet Master Pang. And they go, "You got to learn from this this wise monk." And it's just this fucking skeleton, dead, shriveled body. Well, that's but the thing is
1: they're like, you. Uh, there was an there was somebody who came up looking for Master Pang, but Master Pang is dead. Like they died in the in the in the tree falling the Yggdrasil yeah. tree, and it's like what like i was so thrown off and then when you get up to the top of the mountain you find a very skeletal like skinny rab which you know he's a bigger character you don't you in don't you don't know it's rab off the beginning i mean you see his hat and, you, and his mustache you know it's him but like well, the thing is they, don't they have a bunch say of, it. they have a bunch of people that are dressed like that so you're supposed to think it's just some monk oh i guess that's fair i i knew it was him at that point but like you knew it's him because you saw the
0: interlude. I didn't know it was him until they were. They re- it's a reveal. Oh, yeah, they do a reveal. Like,
1: because, yeah, then that's when you have to, like, y- you find out he's alive and you, you kind of cross the dimension into uh, that realm where you can find him and Pang. And basically, he-, he almost dies. Like, that's w- that's what you play in the interlude is him at the end of his life uh and then going to find master pang who's who's on that you know at the gates of of passing over to the other side and she's like yeah i'll I'll train you but like you're really stretching what your body and mind can take here like you might not wake up from this and he's like well i've got to do what i got to do and i was like wow that's so fucking good like um Kinda of threw me for a loop once I, I did that interlude and then coming back to see it contextualized, because that was the one like the other three, it's like, oh yeah, I I knew what happened with these guys, I knew what to expect when I ran into them, but that one threw me for a loop because I didn't expect it to be that. And I, I really loved that in the game. That twist was very fun.
0: But yeah, you So you get everybody back. Yeah. Well You you what?
1: get everybody back. Minus one plus one because when you come back to your town and the refugee, you find out that um, Hendrik, the guy who's been chasing you, has turned coat like we were talking about earlier and he is trying to bring refugees into the town and protect them. Uh, he joins up to your party, which I was so glad whenever I saw him he's, earlier in the game. I was like, I spoiler feel like he's going to be the eighth character of this party. Cause you have seven for the most of it. And I was like, he'll be the last one to join us. I bet he's, well, he's got to be the good guy.
0: I, I I knew there was a secret eighth character because of looking at guides is like, they keep oh, talking yeah. about that's good for keep that for character eight. We're not going to say who oh, but I feel like clever. if you didn't know that, once you have the party together and you do all that shit, you're like, all right, this is the party. There was nothing that would make you think there's a secret eighth person. Yeah, well, so, the
1: only thing was, that I thought that is because in JRPGs, the number is eight, the traditional number is eight. And whenever you see him a couple times, he does like there's one point where he's like uh i'll let you go now and i was like he's a good guy and especially with how jade uh always was like what what happened with you you were such a a a smart fellow and a good dude like why are you doing this and he kind of always questioned like oh well if jade's that passionate like maybe maybe i am like he always had that question about it so uh, when i saw him like the second or third time i was like i think he's going to be the eighth party member there has to be an eighth and then sure enough he was but,
0: but then you then get... they went away from you yeah they, <laughs> they learned that during the like when you're knocked out and you're a fish veronica the little baby girl yeah. sacrifices her life so that everyone can get away yeah and serena which is kind of cool for this entire middle chapter, she gains the entirety of Veronica's skill tree. So she becomes the maid. She can do yeah. white magic and black magic. And it was kind of like a cool little character progression of like her getting her. And you'll find out why I think in a little bit when we, uh, they, would they explain why she has that ability later. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I thought it was a cool thing. So it's like, you still have seven members. You have a new, uh, like, like, I guess, martial character, you know, but you, you get rid of one of your spellcasters.
1: Right. But it's, so- it's such a, like, that fucking hit me. Because, again, like, I really liked her character through the whole fucking game. And then when we met up, and she's, like, sitting down there, and are like, oh, hey. And then it was like, oh, no, don't do this. And then, and then, sure enough, like, she, she was dead. She wasn't there. And I was just like, oh, fuck, dude. Like, so
0: the entire point of chapter two of Dragon Quest Eleven Part Two is well fuck it now we gotta go kill Mordagon. So you yeah. have to make you have to the whole thing is about finding a way to find a new way to forge a different sort of light. Right. Because the other one was corrupted and broken. And then go and fucking kill Mortagon. There is one little thing that's kind of important, which is halfway through the sto- halfway through this chapter, you're just walking in this area, and you always see these these little fucking sprites. They just look like little Among Us bean men. Yeah, the little talk- TikTok dudes, TikTok men, which apparently is a bigger thing in the definitive edition. There's yes. a whole thing of like side stories that's not in this one. Uh, oh, but- I was wondering if that wasn't because that's
1: uh, it. Basically, just details the. The the original, like, the Luminary, the Erdwin story and stuff like that.
0: I've, from what I've heard, it's all played in the 2D. Uh, yeah. So in the definitive edition, you can turn it into 2D and play, like, an old Dragon Quest game or you can play 3D like this one. But apparently there's all these side stories that are 2D only that are all, like, based on old or Final Fantasy, on old Dragon Quests, yeah. right? Yeah. So, anyway, you meet these little TikTok, like, there's, there's a bad one, and he's, like, talking about I'm gonna kill the world! I all will die! And... Or something like that. I don't remember. And all of a sudden, this giant fucking meteor from Final Fantasy VII shows up. <laughs> and he's like, oh, everything's going to die. And then fucking Mordagon just shows up, smashes through it, and says, no, this is my world. Fuck off. And then he just like, oh, that's weird, and move on. Yeah. Remember that for later. Uh, so then you go on a quest to get the shit to do the sort of Light. There's a lot of side shit. I don't really feel like we have the time to go into it there's um, so
1: this game is so dense like I, this game you is super dense. do yourself a service like, and just play it
0: i'm just doing the main story because we could talk yeah. for hours about the island nation where you go to learn about the mermaid oh who fell I, in love with a man and then what happened to their kid i could go on we for could-
1: hours about just how there's so much great character development in this game. Like, this game How, is so
0: character-focused. It's so I could good. talk for an hour about the town that's secretly a, a WWF mass fighting ring, but also they're stealing children and uh, using them to turn them on. Mo- like, there's all this shit. I'm not going to go There's also that, a though. town where
1: everyone speaks haikus. It's... It's great.
0: (laughs) Like, just go play this game. And there's a demon that lives in a sword. And if you don't put the demon in the sword, it's going to eat this lady's baby. But turns out it's actually is the lady's baby. It doesn't matter. Um, (gasps) You go through all this shit and you do all that. And you do all these side stories to get pieces, to put together the thing to make a new sort of light. And you do, and you sort it. And then you go to the evil castle and you defeat Jasper and Morgon, and you restore the world tree. And chapter two is everything's good. And the game is over to be, continued. but it's not <laughs> to be continued. In yeah, part It literally, literally says game.
1: the end. And then it goes away and it says to be continued.
0: And it's like, fucking hell this game the is. The thing is, these could have been, th- they really could have been three separate games. Yeah. they could have sold that first one and said, Oh, that's the cliffhanger. And this could have been. I mean, that's these, what Final like Fantasy
1: 7 remake is. Is it not?
0: Yes. That's ex- <laughs> well, no, because Final Fantasy 7, if you uh, think of Final Fantasy 7, the, like the, the original the original Final Fantasy has sections, but it is still a full game. Yes. This really does feel like a separate game because like, they're changing so many big things about like, adding party members, changing the way that you do things, unlocking new parts, that it really does feel mm-hmm. like a separate game. Yeah. So then you get to part three. Now, was there some more interludes between part no, two No, no.
1: It was just it just continued on then.
0: Okay. You get to the final part of the video game. The the finale of this trilogy that's in the same game. And it's that uh, you go back to this area called the Tower of Lost Time and you learn that you are the reincarnation of a luminary of the past named Erdrick, who, or maybe not a reincarnation, but like a lot of what's going on is the same as their their you know kind of origin story right. where erdrick and uh, his companion Serenica and the their, and the mage companion Morcant went through this whole, all this shit in the past with like the fucking world tree and a dark one a different dark one blah 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 and Morcant turned on Erd, Erdwin Erd- Erdwin yeah. that's what it is Urdric Erd- 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 is, is killed- the hero of Dragon Quest 3 <laughs> that's what okay erdwin is you're the reincarnation of erdwin serenica reincarnated into the two twins serena and veronica yep and more can't your friend who turned on you is actually mordagon yeah because you absorb the powers of a different dark one the dark one kalasmos and he's like now the big bad guy so what it is is they go hey we found through the power of magic that we can send you back in time to the be- to the end of part one, now that you have this sword, so you can stop it from ever happening. Basically, th- this game is just Ocarina of Time. So we can send you back <laughs> through the Temple of Time to stop it. And then by doing that, uh, Veronica won't be dead. And all the people that died in the thousand years of darkness won't be die- dead. It's not a thousand years of darkness, but whenever, uh, I don't know about you, mm-hmm but whenever there is like this, that period of like the world is bad. I always call that the thousand years of darkness because <laughs> that is uh, something that was in legend of the five rings. And I think it's been in other things. It's always, I, I feel oh like that's gosh. a trope that I've heard. Have you ever heard of the thousand years of darkness before? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, That's what, uh, led to like the fucking shadowlands taken over. Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, it's, uh, in an, in, in an alternate timeline of L five R where, uh, Daigotsu gets Fu Lang reincarnated as the emperor and takes over. It's called the 1000 Years of Darkness because the Shadowlands takes over for good. But it's a separate timeline that never happened because there was this story arc that players are going to act like if the bad players have won that would have happened. And then if the good, but it was basically one player base versus eight other player bases. Right. Cause right. that's the way that L5R worked is that everybody had a clan and they were always tying for power. And then there was the bad guys and they would go always, team, and I was on the team. I was on the bad guy team and uh, go shadowlands. And they would always team up against us. So they like, they did the thing. It's like, look, if you guys win, we'll change the game forever. And we'll make it so that we're in a terrible fucking post-apocalyptic nightmare where (laughs) hell reigns. But if not, the game's just going to go on like normal. And they almost won, but then they didn't. And then they were like, you know what? We had some stuff planned. We're going to put it out. It's like a, they used to do it like holiday sets where instead of being like a new set of cards, it would be like, here is a play set of everything. You just buy it and it comes in and it's tournament legal and everything, but it's just like, Here's a fun little thing. And so this was called the thousand years of darkness. And it was what would have happened if they had won. It was a timeline that didn't happen. I
1: love L five R so fucking much. Why did fantasy flight have to kill it?
0: And then they turned it in. They tried to do, make it the game. It is now I played that new game and it's I has gone. enough stuff. They canceled oh, it's, it. Yeah, it's, but they changed too much stuff that I didn't even care about it. I like the new one still. I, I think it's I, a little bit I, more user friendly. I hold by this. The original game, the last thing that happened was the Shadowlands killing everybody and taking over. And the next set before the game ended was going to be Kempeki, who was the the son of Daigotsu, fully accepting the curse of uh, the taint of Jigoku, the Hell Realm, and becoming the Lord of Darkness was going to sit on the throne and rule with an iron fist. And that was going to be the next set before the game end. So as far as I'm concerned, that's what happened. Uh <laughs> Rokugan, which is the name of the like empire the fake empire in that game of all you know of where everyone is in my mind that's how it ended the bad guys won killed all the good guys and it's just a hell realm forever yeah, shadowlands the bad guys wins. Did win fantasy fight guys, it
1: and everything went to shit
0: bad guys win forever it's the best um and the i think the big thing of why i didn't gel with the new one is when they put it out you just couldn't be the bad guys and it's like well yeah. what's the fucking point if i you got rid of my clan i don't give a shit
1: Yeah, that's a lot of people had that problem because they did simplify it down to
0: nine. uh, They got rid of the mantis. They got rid of the, I think. Yeah, they got rid of the mantis. They got rid of the spider. They got rid of the Shadowlands. Yep. Anyway, so thousand years of darkness can be averted. We'll send you back in time to the exact moment where Mordagon steals the sword of light and you can use this new ultimate sword of light, stab in the chest. It ends. So you go back in time, you stab in the chest. Everything's great. And it's like nothing ever happened. Veronica is alive. Every, uh, the, the, the king is unpossessed and realizes what's going on and everything's happy. But guess what? Remember that dumb little like part where the little evil TikTok boy was like, I'm yeah. on a sl- Erdwin thing. And it's called Erdwin's Line, it's a big meteor. Well, guess what? Without Mordegon there to stop him, uh, it happens. And now the actual bad guy, the Dark One Calasmos, means Calamity, is coming to kill everybody. Uh and so the the end of chapter of this game is actually the shortest. And it's basically you just gotta go around, finish up, you know, like you know, talk to everybody about the finals, and then you go and have one last fight against the dark one, and then that's the end of the game. Yeah. And then the end of the game, end of the game, is that you learn that this whole thing was a mom telling her son a uh bedtime story that's the beginning of Dragon Quest three,
1: The best Dragon Quest.
0: I don't know much about
1: it, but Yo, when, uh, yeah. when that 2D remake comes out, the 2D, 3D one or whatever, HD,
0: 2D, whatever they call it, we got to play that. If it's got trophies, I'll play it. Um, Oh, it totally will. I can't wait. And so, uh, so the third, I, I guess I was wrong when I said that it could have been three games. It was basically two games. I really do think this could have been two games, but... That's the nice thing about it. It is a game and it's sequels all packed into one and it feels like a fucking storybook ending. It's like, so Mm. you get this whole quest to beat the bad guy. Oh no, bad guy got me. All right. Now we got to defeat the bad guy in the land of bad. And then you get to go back into the past and switch it so that, you know, all the tragedy never happened and then have one big last fight. And I think this game rules. Now I will say ruling aside, some of the trophies suck. Oh, now the, yeah. what's cool is that the trophies from my version and your version are different. Oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah. Um, and some of them are a little bit harder and some are a little bit longer. Like in the definitive version, there are some trophies that you don't have to do that are a little bit long in this one. But in that version, you do have to do uh, all of those little side, quest, those like um, TikTok, TikTok quests, TikTok quests ones, we were talking yeah. about. Yeah. And apparently those can just be a little long, but also it added a thing that makes the game shorter, even though there's more content, because one of the most annoying things in this game is that you can't skip any of the fucking text, and it goes at a slow pace, and you have to, like, it doesn't auto, like, when people are talking, there's not really voices, it's just text bubbles, and you have to press X when it's done to go to the next one, and wait for it to be done. Oh yeah! In in that one, in the one you played, you can just auto auto score the text, and also you can just skip through it if you want. It's like super uh, voiced and stuff. In oh, it's, one, it's so. not super voiced in this one. Wow. Also, in the definitive version, there are options to like speed up the uh, the speed of battle. Yeah. and skip the animations whereas in this one you don't so it's like yours might have more content and technically take longer game wise but because of the things they added it cuts about 30 to 40 hours of gameplay of just waiting for menus that and waiting for makes so, so much sense if because you're gonna play one so like
1: i was gonna relate this oh. to when we played dragon or uh, yakuza dragon quest yeah um because combat feels like quick and efficient and oh. it never feels like you're wasting a lot of time right Th- it, that's how it felt in this like combat moved very very fast so
0: combat in the original one listen it's not terrible but it's just like there are definitely parts where i'm just like i'm a little bored this is taking a little bit of time but the thing is the game was so good that it didn't matter mm-hmm. um i know when i played finished version it's gonna be a lot better i want to talk about trophies unless you have something else you want to bring up before we get the trophies
1: no this game was just fantastic like i i seriously if you this is another one of those jrpgs much like yakuza that i totally get it guys like i get that people aren't super into turn-based combat i like you know, it we didn't but, really
0: talk about gameplay at all
1: yeah i mean it's it's it's, it's fucking it's, it's, it's turn-based a JRPG. RPG. yeah like you it's,
0: you pick what spells you want to do or what you want to attack with? I will say the one thing about, dra- apparently this is a dragon quest thing that it kind of did annoy me and I had to get used to it is that AOE attacks aren't based on everyone on the screen. It's only based, yeah, on, based like on groups groups. So it's like, if you're fighting two slimes and a monkey man and I want to do the hits everybody, it'll only hit the two slimes or the one monkey man. Now there later there's bigger powers that hit everybody, but yeah. getting used to that of like, yeah. you know, if you get attacked by four, different creatures you can't use aoe attacks and you just have to single target down was a little frustrating and weird but apparently that's just how dragon quest is Yeah,
1: that's how it's been and i i don't know i kind of like it because at least it's like a different flavor you know um especially because in combat they could just call new dudes into the fight like at any given time
0: that did get there Um, were some times where it'd be like fighting a guy and he'd call a new dude and it's like all right i'm gonna kill this dude and go to the next guy and then that guy would call a dude and it's just like i'm i've been fighting for 20 minutes (laughs) but i think
1: um i i i think with yakuza in this game if you want to experience what like the true essence of a jrpg is these are the two games you should try. Dragon Quest 11S, uh the definitive edition. Uh,
0: I would suggest the, the f- definitive one just for the quality of life upgrades. Yeah. And then
1: Yakuza Like a Dragon because mm. they uh, they appreciate your time, they don't waste it um and they tell you just a fantastic story from beginning to end and the gameplay is fun like i loved uh leveling up my character and trying out new things and combat never really felt stale because i could always just change how everyone played like great great stuff like really really go try these two like these two jrpgs out like i know some of the older final fantasies i would really love to suggest and i know those games are old but these ones uh feel like that they feel like that old classic thing that i love but just done in a more modern and you know acceptable
0: way nowadays so try them out um so i'm gonna talk about trophies now yeah i will say this plus side no missable trophies it's good downside downside so fucking grindy yeah that's um so I will say most of the sto- most of the the <laughs> trophies are either story based or you'll just get along the way. There's mm-hmm. several collectible trophies. Not that there are collectibles, but it's like do one of every types of these. Do the one of this. So like, I'm not going to talk about all of the 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 trophies that are based on, you know, playing the game because there's a lot of those. It's a, you know, get to this part of the story, get to this part of the story. Then there's like you've got your general like defeat a thousand monsters. You don't have to grind to get that. You are going to have to grind to get something and you'll get that along the way, but it's like you don't even have to worry about it. Right. There's one for making 30 preemptive attacks, which is the game is based on a 3D field and you can see all the, there's no random encounters. Everything is a, a visual model and if you run into it, you run into it. Yep. What you can do is if you can hit the enemy with an attack on the overworld, you'll get a preemptive attack and you get go first. Doing that 30 times, definitely not that hard. Uh, one of the things that you do have to learn how to use is what's called pep powers. So, in I think in the Japanese version it's called being in the zone, but in the American version it's called being pepped up. Mm-hmm. If you do enough attacks, you'll get like you'll basically go Super Saiyan. They they straight up do like the Super Saiyan, like ah, and yeah. like they turn blue. And when you do that, you get a little more attack, a little more defense, and you have access to what's called pep powers, which is usually when two people are pepped up at the same time. Depending on who and what, you can unlock different like combo attacks. So really easy to do 25 of those, especially with the way that you have to grind it. You have to grind every character to 99 Mm -hmm. and doing that legally, not legally doing that legitimately. legitimately Yeah. 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 Would be ridiculous and, uh, unfun, but there's a, by the time you get to chapter three, there's a way to do it. So fucking easy. And I'll talk about that in a second. Mm -hmm. There's also a big crafting system and, uh, yeah, crafting. There's a, a crafting bit. and rework. Oh, it's well, it's important for one of the trophies because one of the trophies is so there's this gear some gear sets have uh, a thing where it's like if you're wearing everything in a gear set, your character's model will change because like it doesn't matter what you're using. Your character always looks like themselves. They always have the same set of clothes because gear doesn't actually change your character model with the exception of every character has a couple sets of armor that makes you look like, you know, you're in a different fun costume. And there's a trophy for getting every single one of those items. And a bunch of those can only be made. You have to find the print and then like find the stuff. Right. So get it. Plus also, it's just good to have like, I never, other than grinding the 99, like in the actual game itself, I never had a grind. Cause, uh, one of the things is for doing uh, a bunch of side quests. You have to do 40 side quests. I think there's like 50 or something in the game. So you have to do the majority of them. And if you mm-hmm. do them as they come up, it gives you so much XP that, you know, there'll be parts of the game sorry i took a drink of water uh the there'll worst. be parts of the game where it's like well you should be level 30 you might need to grind a little bit i, was like, I did all side shit i'm level 45 this shit yeah. is toast yeah i mean even
1: i did a lot of side quests up until i got to gondolia i think about after that that's when mm. i kind of started just focusing so
0: i the i did the almost every side quest in the game because i got the trophy and then it was still just like well this gives a good weapon i'll just do it because right because while leveling up is important the more important thing is keeping your gear up yeah, because you can out level. But if your gear isn't up to shape, it'll you, you, that's when, you, you know, it'll suck apart. a little bit. So yeah. there's a lot of good gear that you can find. But there's also like you can make a piece of gear and uh, you can make a really good sword. But then you can do this thing called reworking it where. Uh, you can add like up to a plus three to it. Where sometimes it's like, yo, I got this dope sword I found. It's like, yeah, but the sword that I made ten hours ago that's plus three is still better than it. Yeah. So there's there's some trophies for like making things, reworking things, and getting something to like plus three. It's super easy. Uh, really funny uh, trophy I want to talk about really quick. Uh, I always love when they do qu- trophies like this where it's just a fun little thing. There's a when you're out in the world, you can bring up a menu to like auto heal, which you just press this button and it'll use whatever spells people have on them that are healing to the, like to the most efficient level and heal everybody up. There's one for trying to do that when everybody's already at a hundred percent. I thought that was pretty funny.
1: And it's like, Hey bro, you're already. Yeah, you're good. Up.
0: It's called worry wart, which is hilarious. <laughs> uh, what's up? Yeah. Then it's like beat, uh, then there's the post game, which is the third three. And then what's after that, there's a lot of cleanup trophies that are all based on either leveling everybody to 99 or, kind of collecting or finding everything so i want to talk about those really quick number one there's one trophy for getting all eight characters to 99 and normally i would say that sucks shit Mm -hmm. because i did that in fucking like a dragon where i had to grind for 30 hours on those fucking uh weird like metal slime homeless bums in the sewer to get uh xp and it was like so boring here there's a way to do it where it's still going to be like three to four hours, but you can get everybody up by doing a little bit of, uh, of, uh, preparation. So I told you there's those things called pet powers. Yeah. There's two pet powers in the game that will make grinding almost just nothing. And there's an area at the end game when you're in the third stage that makes it even easier because the thing about the pet powers is you You only have so long to use them in between when. So, when you pep up, even if you guard, you only get so many turns before it goes away.
1: Yeah, you got like two or three turns on it.
0: A little more than that, but still. Also, at the same time, you can only do it in fights. And so, it's hard. It's like you don't want to waste turns with those people. So, there's an enemy Mm -hmm. in the Yggdrasil area that are these little bulbs that will, when they heal, they heal everybody, including all the bad guys and yourselves. So what you do is you grind on them and what you have to do is you have to use, uh, Eric. You have to use your hero. You have to use Jade. You have to use Sylvando and you have to use Hendrick. Now I just said five people and you can only have four in a party. How's that work? It's really simple. You basically have to just keep passing in battle and you have to get, um, the hero, Eric, Jade, Sylvando. You want to get them all pepped up and then you switch you can switch people out so it's like if they get pepped up you switch them out for somebody else so that way they're not using up their pep up powers and then you leave and you save the game and when you have this cuz it can fuck up you use the power called hallelujah which is a pep power between i think it's the hero eric and jade mm-hmm. and what that does is it gives you 100% xp uh on the at the end of this battle or maybe like 200%. then you switch out uh eric for sylvando because then you there's a power between hero jade and sylvando called Electrolight, and what that does is it summons three metal enemies if you don't know metal slimes in uh dragon quest are basically like the shiny rare loot pinatas they're harder to kill they only take one damage but they only have like five xp and they're prone to they're always prone to running away but when you kill them, you get massive XP, right? So by doing it this way, uh, you, you, those specific guys also have like your main guy is a thing called metal slash, which will always hit metal enemies and do one damage. Uh, Jade has an ability that has a higher chance to crit. And if you do, you'll basically one shot these things. And so you have these people out here who are, uh, Henrik has one, two, Eric has one called Critical Claim, which will auto-crit, so you know you'll kill one. And what it is is you summon three metal enemies. It does have a like a one-in-four chance of failing and just summoning big robots, mm-hmm. and that's why you save before you do it so you don't have to reset it up again. And basically, that's all you do. You just do that. You kill everybody. You get, like, 8 trillion XP, and the nice thing about it is everybody gets XP evenly, even if they're not in the party. Right. So you can do everyone at
1: once. Which is super convenient, especially, like when you start getting into a later game and need to start experimenting with other characters, like you don't have to grind them up. They're already there.
0: You just need, you just need gear for them. And so what you have to do now, what's nice is depending on your level, you'll either settle metal slimes, liquid metal slimes, or metal King slimes, metal King slimes always drop something called a pep pip, which is an item that if you use it on somebody, Oh, you know what? I want to talk about this really quick. Here's the other thing that annoys me mm-hmm. items. You can't just use items. You have, you have to equip them to people's bags. And then then they can use them. But then it's like, yo, if I've got all these pet pips, but I only put them on one character, only that character can use them. And then if their turn doesn't come in time, I thought that was a little annoying. It's not just like all your items are there all the time. You know what I mean? Right. I thought that was kind of annoying. Also, that means that you have to sit there and it's like, I want to give a pet pip to Eric. Okay, I'll give him one. But then it's like, I need to take the pet pip off, Eric. You have to take them off one at a time. The the item management...
1: Yeah, I wish I The item management in this game
0: was not, easier. Easier. Yeah, it's, it's a little down. Yeah. So anyway, what you do is you just keep doing that. And so when you start off, you'll get, you know, from level whatever to level 60 within like two of these, because the XP is fucking massive. Right. And then you'll start finding the metal slimes and then the metal slimes. Uh, I'm sorry, the metal, li- the liquid metal slimes. And then the liquid metal slimes might have a chance to drop the pet pip, but also they also drop a shitload of money. So what's really nice is that for one of these trophies, we'll talk about in a second, getting all those things, you do need a lot of money. But by doing this way, you'll have millions that you have for the, for the, um, for some of the other shit you got to do, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. You do that until you get the metal slimes, and then you eventually start summoning the the king metal slime. You get at least one of those, and probably a couple liquid metals, and so you'll be refurnishing your pet pips because pet pips are actually really fucking expensive. You can only get them usually either by finding them, or you can get them from the casino for one hundred twenty five thousand casino tokens, which is like one point two million dollars or something. Because like ten gold is one casino token, I think is the the breakdown, and there's a way to cheese the casino to get them. We'll talk about that in a second. Cause that's a trophy too, but they're really expensive. Eventually it just becomes uh, a, a thing where it, it refills itself. And eventually I got so many that I could skip the first phase of having to fight, sit there and fight to pep up because I had enough, uh, even though I was only refilling one it was like, well, this is the end of this. I'm just going to use them up Right. because what it becomes is a, a, a never ending cycle of, uh, Go into battle with these things, get everyone pepped up, and then uh, flee the battle. Save your game in case you get the bad thing on the electrolyte. Then get into a battle, use hallelujah, use electrolyte. As long as the uh, slimes come up, try to kill them. The thing is, they can still run away. Because sometimes you'll do everything right, and then just because of the way that speed works, they'll all go first and they'll all run away. And it's like, yeah, you got nothing. It's like, I'm glad I fucking saved. But... (laughs) That turned what, which could have been hundreds of hours of grinding enemies to get to ninety nine, into about a four to five hour grind. Did it in the afternoon. That so too bad. It's annoying. It's a little boring, but you can do it. And yeah. so that's throw nice. on a TV show while you do it. The next grind is the casino grind. There are a couple of casinos in the game, uh, and one of them is important to the story. But the casino thing is that you need to get accolades. Accolades are like in game achievements, and you need mm. to get ten of the casino ones. The problem with that is that there's not many. Uh, casino accolades and most of them are boring as fuck like I got there's an easy way and you can find a guide I'm not going to go over but there's an easy way to cheese the roulette roulette has this thing where um, you have to like talk there, there's this big every casino has this big jackpot they're like hey if you can hit the jackpot you'll get like three million coins yeah. uh, which is a lot and, and it's like but it's you gotta be lucky you have to talk to this lady and it's like she She tells you all about it, and it's you have to wait until she says, but I think someone's going to win it today, and if not, you have to leave, go to an inn, sleep for 24 hours, come back. In, you know, like, and so, or or there's a, you can go to a statue and, like, wait, but I'm saying, you basically have to wait until the conditions are right, and then you have to bet, and it doesn't really fucking matter what you bet on, because if the conditions are right, you'll find, but what it is, is you bet on every number, so you don't make any money, but what it is, is when anything hits they Maybe spin another jackpot. wheel and if that wheel basically if the jet if while the jackpot or while the roulette wheel is spinning and the ball is going if the ball lands in the number while the number that it lands in is in this area called jackpot you win the jackpot yeah. and so you just have to wait until she says the conditions are right and play until it happens and it will happen it's just very boring of waiting see i choose to thing- eat-
1: in a different way
0: Oh, go ahead because I'm I don't know if yet, this is ahead.
1: an exclusive to something else, but I think it works for like the regular one. Is uh, you go to the red uh, slot machine, mm-hmm. and you always bet six hundred coins. Yeah, and then every pretty much every time I hit, I was making like several hundred thousand. Uh, yeah, every single one, and that uh, got me everything that I needed. Like off of like because th- there were some other things that I could get, and I just like got the love potion and moved on but i had so many fucking ones there's like
0: there's a quest in one of in in act two there's a quest where you have to get this love potion and it costs a bunch of casino tokens the way that i said is technically easier it's just very long but you have to get 10 of these casino accolades and the thing is that doing it my way you'll only get four because you'll amass a million casino tokens and you'll have one a jackpot uh there's also a treasure roulette which is like Mm -hmm. If it gets on this little thing, you'll get an extra item. It's it doesn't matter. Like the treasure is basically like hitting green. You know how on a casino roulette, there's the double O. The double O is a treasure chest. So you have to bet on the treasure chest and it lands on the treasure chest. When you're betting everything, hoping that the uh, jackpot will hit. I think I just got that one randomly. It doesn't matter. The thing is, then you still need to get more of these things and it's like play roulette 120 times for three of them or play poker 360 times play the slots 500 times and then there's this there's like this weird like rpg uh, uh what's it called slot machine called slime quest that doesn't make any sense but it's the only one that lets you autoplay so i just let it autoplay for a bunch and you'll get a bunch of things it just takes a couple hours of basically just playing casino games yeah uh to get these things it's kind of boring whatever the next set of collectibles is that in every map, there's these little crossbow targets that you have to find and shoot, and you have to find them on every map. And uh, I just found a guide that's like, "Here, the, here they all are. Do them as you go along, and by the end of it, you'll just have them all." It's kind of boring. There's also one for finding every cow on a bunch of the maps. There's a cow that'll tell yeah. you the weather because some animals only show up, or some monsters, I mean, only show up depending if it's raining or if it's night. So you have to find all these cows once again. There's a guide that will show you where they all are. There's a fucking, okay, so there's a trophy for finding all the Puff Puff ladies. Puff Puff, did we talk about in Like a Dragon what Puff Puff is because they had Buff Buff? No. <laughs> uh, there was no, a trophy yeah, in Puff Like Puff. a Dragon to find Buff Buff, which was oh, basically wait, we, in Like a Dragon. Uh, yes, like a Dragon, we, like talked, a dragon, about we talked about, that, about yeah. pu- Puff Puff, if you don't know, is a thing. It's basically motorboating boobs. Yeah. Uh, and so you have to find all these ladies that'll let you put your face in their boobs. And most of them are just, it's a, if you go at this time, there'll be a lady, who say, I'd like to put my face in your boobs. And they go, give me a little money. And you put your face in my boobs. And it doesn't do anything. Uh, there's one that's like, uh, I'm going to do puff puff. Uh, so close your eyes. And then she fucking ties your legs and fucking throws you off a cliff. Yeah. I thought that one was pretty funny. So you do know all that, you get a trophy. I think in Dream uh, Quest 8, the one was, uh,
1: she puts two slimes against your head. Oh, that's good. Yeah.
0: Uh, the, um, there's one for completing 40 of the sub quests. And then there's one for sometimes monsters are mountable. If you find a monster and it's like shiny, what'll happen is after you kill it, you get a little mount and it'll help you traverse puzzles in or go faster in the, the what's it called? Um, in the, in like the overworld, the trophies that are, are the hardest. Go ahead. I will say great fucking use of that
1: system because I loved in the, uh, the dark castle where it utilizes almost all of them.
0: Yes, it does in it, some way. I was like, "This is so fucking
1: to- good!" Like, I love it when a game can take mechanics that you've experienced earlier in the game and put them all
0: together at the very end. Ah, love it. Mm-hmm. So good. The the puzzles. I'm uh, sorry. The trophies that then became very fucking like very grindy at the end right. were uh, collecting 500 different types of items. So like every gear you find, every like consumable you find, every uh fucking like piece of uh like materials you find at the end of end of it you have to have had 500 different types of items and that can just get a little annoying in that it's like oh i don't need a lot of this shit and it was going to stores and buying things i had never had before just to buy them um there's one for completing this you find these little things called mini metals which are you can find them in random chests or get them from uh from fucking quests and you find this basically boarding girls school where they're trying to make people make girls into like prim and proper ladies, except it's also, you know what? They accept anything. So it's like, you'll you see a nice lady in a dress next to a slime next to a giant Frankenstein monster. <laughs> yeah, And it was just like, hey, they all get along here. The monsters are nice people. And it's like, that's cool. And so they have a thing is like they have a little album. And if you can find 75 medals uh you get it's like a stamp book and then you can find more medals afterwards to buy things from them but that one was just doing a lot of the quests to get a lot of the medals and and like hey if you go and pick up this pot there's a medal so there's a lot of that um the two bigger ones were like i said this thing called dedicated follower of fashion for getting every single altering appearance item so just for the hero alone there is one two one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight sets. But to do a set, you need like this first set has two different pieces to it a bandana and uh, a set of, I think it's shorts. And for each of those, you need very expensive, you need one of those pep thingies and uh, like a hard to find material called Kaleida cloth. And then you have to make them in the uh, Fun Forge. And the thing about it is also, as you level up you level up the way that crafting works crafting is this whole fucking mini game of like you get an item and it's got quadrants and you need to use it sort of it reminds me a lot of like final fantasy 14's crafting oh, where like you I have to hit specific yeah. areas with specific abilities to get this bar to go up and you need to get it in the middle So it's like, there you got to make those two. Then there's another set where you have to get everything. Then you have to like, oh, there's one of these sets. You have to win the horse racing mini game uh, in one of the cities. And then there's another one where it's like, well, you got to get some really fucking hard things. And you got to find the blueprints in a chest in one area. Uh, So it's like, that's every character. Every character has like five to eight sets. Like, yo, the hero has the most. Eric's got like five. But then Veronica's got five herself, six, fucking Serena has seven, and they're all at least two to three pieces. Sylvando so has uh, six. Jade has eight, and Rab has four, and then uh, Hendrik has five himself. So add that all up, multiply it by two, and sometimes three, and it's like that's how many fucking items you have to get over the game, and a lot yeah. of them at the end are like very fucking expensive. And there's this whole thing of like, some of them are in this area called the Zwar Dust Trials, which are these other dungeons oh, yeah, yeah. where you have to go through. And at the end of it, you can make a wish. And a, but there's a bunch of trophies making wishes on that. So it's like, it's a lot of end game stuff. The hardest one is this thing called the Wheel of Harma, where you go back to Master Pang and Angra Law, which is supposed oh, to be like yeah. Shangri-La that we're talking about. And you have to do these trials where you're fighting very specific enemies and you have to do them in so many moves and the hard the last one is fucking hard. You have to do this entire setup for every character and you have to do very specific set uh, setups with specific gear and specific uh, like going down their, their, uh, their sphere, not sphere grids, but their talent trees, because Mm. if you don't do it, it's these things where you get stuck in a, Oh, if you don't kill this guy in one hit, he'll summon three dudes and then everything's fucked. And even at 99, even at max level. Cause I tried to do it before that. Cause you get a pretty good item from doing it. And I was like, this is impossible. And even at 99, it was like, this is fucking hard. Uh, I don't want to get too much into it. Cause it would be a long top, but I'll just say that one, you should absolutely look up a guide and do exactly what it says. Uh, get everybody pepped up, have everything set up and then save your game in case you fuck up. And yeah. it'll take you a couple tries. I said, I never got a game over and I never did because if you die on that, it's not a game over. It's just a, you know, try over. But, mm-hmm. um, you know it it was long. Yeah. For anyway, real. on a game level for this game, for being an RPG, yes. I will give this a platinum. Yes, I, I'm 100% for, with you for the trophies, just because a lot of them were grindy. I had fun doing most of them, and I do like hunting down all the items. Ma- like I did like it. It's extensive. The things that annoyed me were the getting 500 items because of the fact is when I bought items, I have to buy all these items and then they go into people's bags. And then I had to go and one by one, take them and put it in my item bag. That was annoying. And then this fucking wheel of harm, I I'm going to say that it's a gold just because I had fun doing it. But just so you know, out there it's grindy as fuck and it sucks. Now, apparently I've heard the, that even though they added more in the definitive vision, it's a little bit easier. However, those those two that I said were like getting all the gear and doing Anger Law are still in definitive edition. So get ready to grind. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, I, I, I feel like that's good. Yeah. Fucking 10 Overall, out of 10 I'm,
1: game. I'm, fucking great. I'm glad that we Played. did this.
0: This is what we held this for a one year episode because like I said, there was so much like tied to my whole experience with the whole falling off the cliff thing and a lot tied to getting Chris to finally fucking play the game.
1: Hey, i i've been wanting to play this game for so long and once i heard it was coming for free on game pass i was like all right well that's the time i'll play it fucking and that's fucking what a great fucking game i love this game yeah it's a great and recommend it enough
0: i will definitely like i said i still think i'd like it'd be funny if my platinum 1000 i've i've made a rule with my milestones that i never do the same game twice even something like control where i played it five times i only got one uh platinum from that in a milestone same with like uh uh the resident evil games that i've played now a couple times or like persona which i've played a bunch of times this will be the first one but because i think it's funny because one of them will be for the normal one will be for definitive and Mm so i'm thinking about that uh if if i'm on the same course i am right now which now i'm almost at 1450 we're looking at probably it would be hilarious i got the platinum for this game in the beginning of january and it'd be funny if i got my 2,000 in the beginning of next january That would be really fucking funny. You should do it. Go
1: for it. Shoot for the moon. We'll
0: we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, man, that was a longer episode. Oh, we're not done yet. No,
1: we're not even done. We have three emails to go through.
0: Oh my gosh! One of them is famous podcast of all time. Is it from Tylon? (laughs) Yeah, that's the Tylon talk. Let's 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 save Tylon talk for the finale. Then let's go. Caller, go ahead. Okay, so our first
1: email says, "Hi, more trophies." Caller
0: for our first caller.
1: First caller says. I'm more sure. Did they spot. open up?
0: Did they open up with first time, long time? No. I want more people to open up their emails with first time, long time. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, it says, "Congratulations on
1: one year anniversary, and thank you so much for a wonderful show." Hey, well, thank you for listening. Um, uh, this go on to say my current favorite episode is probably Dark Cloud. I, I'm i gonna interject here. I don't know mm. how, I don't know how, but I, <laughs> I, I
0: uh, but <laughs> you know, I've had people tell, I have actually, as much as you and I have, we, we had talks after Dark Cloud where it's like, it's just us yelling at each other. How yeah. is this okay? Uh, I have heard people say, um, did they like uh, that? <laughs> did they liked it because I guess people like hearing us yell at each other. Anyway, go hey, ahead. if that's what you're into, and that's
1: let's hear from it. I mean, if if Dark Clouds the episode, then hey, uh, I know I'm gonna make our next Dragon Quest, uh, Dragon Quest Heroes 2, where it's a 200 hour game, and I can't wait oh, for Ryan to play the Muso style doing, game.
0: <laughs> we're absolutely not doing that. Veto, veto, big veto. Uh,
1: but I also uh, really enjoy uh, the end of the year ranking and E3 review episodes. Thank you
0: so much. I want to say, I want to say honestly that's my favorite episode because i love to rank Uh, if you've watched my stream you know how much i love to rank things i always just love ranking things
1: i i I was gonna i'm i was gonna save this for the end of the episode but
0: i I just Mm -hmm. wanted
1: to say like how wild is it that we are going into year two of this podcast and we will when we get to the end of the year this year which again is just a few months away we're gonna sit there and be saying welcome to our second annual you know end of the year sh- so like i'm excited it's so because wild like
0: last year like sure it was a nor- it was fun to talk about all the games of the year but i wanted to do those things that were specific to the podcast and we mm-hmm. only had so many episodes yeah we're gonna now have a full year of full episodes years about of games we like, talked about i think that's gonna be dope
1: i've already started just kind of going back because i was like oh yeah the- it'll be fine and then i thought about oh yeah last year we only had half a year to work with this year we
0: have a full Chris, year's worth of games like oh i Chris, can't wait I've mm-hmm. been writing uh, because you know that I like being stringent. Uh, yeah, there's going to be extended rule set to the way that we do this this year. Oh, I can't wait! So, get, uh, get, look forward great. to it, guys. Um, for pod
1: for a podcast question. Mm -hmm. are there any games that we say hold on did you say the name of this person no i was gonna say it at the end okay go ahead uh are there any games that you enjoy in genres that you dislike or are there any uh that were gateways into genres that you didn't previously care about for me it's brutal legend and rts games uh thanks again and here's to many more great anniversaries all the best kikaro thank you so much man um
0: thank you kikaro um i don't wait i gotta think for a second would for, you yeah one? I, I yeah uh, i would say i i don't think there's any
1: genres I, I really dislike i think that everything around it would be something i would dislike like like a setting or like the community because uh i would say i don't like post-apocalyptic games but that's not really like a genre of games as
0: well it's not a genre as much as it what's the word i'm looking for it's not a it's the set piece like it's not Yeah, a... but it, no it is a genre but it's not a what's the word i'm looking for hold on the site the psn profiles has a genre and a whatever and now i'm forgetting what like it's a called theme? yeah you know that's yeah. what that's what it, it's a theme it's not a genre yeah, of game yeah, yeah. but it's a theme of game and i think that still fits in this if you want to if, if you want to go that if way if it were that it's like that and then like i don't really like MOBAs what was because the question the is community you no know, hold on hold on the question was what is the game that you like, even though you don't right. like, so you Which, don't like post-apocalyptic. So what's the game that made that you like, even though you don't like post-apocalyptic? Uh, Cause that's, that's what, that's what that's Carl's asking. <laughs> like, well, then why did you bring it? Well, hold on, shut up. <laughs> the question was, Name a game that you like even though you don't like the genre or theme, and you meant I don't like well, post-no. no, no, Because no, okay? he, okay, he the thing is, name, is he says I'll genre, he doesn't you,
1: say theme.
0: You're the one that brought it up. Well, because I said that that so, it's
1: not so much a genre of a, okay. of a game. Then why did I think they're looking for
0: like just, FPS, RTS, yeah, sure sure, they are, but then why did you bring up Post-Apoc? So name a post-apoc game you like. Um Death Stranding. Fair enough. I <laughs> think that's right now think of a genre like you don't like mobas but mobas you it, t- it'd probably be oh, MOBAs, pokemon but, unite. Uh, which i
1: was the the second part of that question is probably pokemon unite i granted i i love like rts games um and i loved playing dota whenever it was like a part of like warcraft 3 or like the many different dota variations that would be in starcraft uh, arcades and start brood war and whatnot um but yeah i i I usually don't try and play those games though i I, it's mostly the community that i dislike in that but uh pokemon unite has been my kind of gateway game because i really like pokemon unite a lot and i have a friend that works on smite which is another like moba and it's like i'm sure if i try that out he would like Throw some free shit at me, and it would give me more reason to try it out. But like, I might try out Smite just to see how that is. But yeah, I, I think it's Pokemon Unite and Mobas for me. Pokemon
0: Unite is my like. Here's my. MOBA. I'm gonna go more with the theme because, as far as genres go, the only genres that I don't like like as games are like usually sports games, mm-hmm. and multi- I, I don't like online shooters. Yeah, you know what? That's what it is. Yeah, I don't that, that's like it. competitive yeah. online shooters and Destiny is what I wish that I liked it a little bit more now, but they fucked the trophies and whatever. But Destiny 2, there is nothing more satisfying than getting online with a couple of friends and spending hours just running shit in Destiny 2 because the shooting feels good, the game is fair, and the game is fun. So for me, it's Destiny. If you said, Ryan, do you want to play some... Call of Duty, I'd say go fuck yourself. But I'd play some Destiny. I mean,
1: we do say, "Hey Ryan, would you like to play Fortnite?" And you're like, "Fuck no."
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But I would play Destiny. As far as like themes, oh fuck, I had one, but I lost it. Hold on, give me one second. Yeah, sure. What the fuck was I thinking about? Oh man! No, no, no. There was there was a theme. It was like I don't. Oh, you know what? I remember what it is. What is it? Go back. Okay, and as far as like, if you want to go theme, we talked about this before in a previous episode. I don't like sad boy games. You don't like what again? Sorry, I was coughing. I don't like sad boy games. Oh, sad. being Yeah. Yeah. Sad. I want a game to be rad and not be sad. But you know what game was a sad boy game? And that's actually really good. And we talked about last year. Chicory. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Chicory is all about like, you think it's going to be about like, oh, it's fun. You're painting the world. And like, no, it's about emotions and imposter syndrome and depression. Mm. And it was like, I don't usually truck for that shit. But but I found that game so much fun that i bought into its message and i had a great time with it so my my two answers for genre and theme would be uh destiny and um chicory and your two games would be pokemon unite and death stranding yeah you know after the
1: the sadby radby episode my birthday was soon after my my Mm -hmm. wife got me
0: my wife
1: uh t-shirt that she had saw online that's uh mm-hmm. it's like a little skeleton head mm-hmm. uh and it's got pink sunglasses on uh which i i wear pink sunglasses uh and then it's like got little cry uh tears coming down from his face and mm-hmm. it says sad but rad S- uh, fuck, i was yeah. like oh man it's such a good shirt i love that shirt there you go um, hey that yeah, was
0: thank a thank really so good que- that was a really good question carl thank you so much
1: yo and then here we go we got a our second email says hey uh thanks for making the show it's one of my favorite podcasts and uh it's one i use to pick up my energy levels because of how fun the show is thank you so much i love that it's uh on uh when you're pretending to or accidentally start or stop the show uh it's always a good bet um (laughs) that's been our episode of i (laughs) have um He goes on to say, uh, I like when you cover games that you don't use, that I don't usually play. My tastes are very uh, four times and sandbox, uh, four times, four X. What is four X?
0: Oh, four X is is like Stellaris or like,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. six, shit like that. Um, And I like uh, your takes on games that are different than I play. Uh, I loved the Fallout New Vegas and I'm glad that. Uh, you tried it because it is incredible. I really like the mutant Hurricane. lizards because they look like people in kaiju suits running at you.
0: Oh, I never talked about those, but you know, so in Fallout games, they always have like you know, there's always the the giant ants or the moles. Mm. They added a couple new bugs to this one, and one of them are you know animals. One are these giant geckos that run on two legs, and they literally, yes, they look like shitty kaiju costumes of this giant fucking lizard. Just imagine like you know how in attack on titan how the titans run with their arms flopping yeah imagine that but it looks like a fucking gecko oh that's so good (laughs) and then they breathe fire on you so yeah thanks for i I didn't bring up the geckos my apologies uh he continues i I was not very impressed
1: with pokemon sword and shield except for the large uh wild areas however legend of arceus uh is my favorite pokemon game and one of my favorite games in general uh i just want to did you play that? No, I haven't. I think that's on the list. I, I'm gonna check that it. out. Yeah. Uh, I I'm, just hey, you know what? I'm not gonna play it. You should. I was gonna say if we ever do a Pokemon episode, that's the one we should do. Um, you can do it. <laughs> did, did that, didn't that come out this year? Yeah, it did. You should Ooh, play before the end of the year. I'll definitely play before the end of the year. He says, I just want to run around uh, with Pokemon and catching them and running away from them. I hope in the future that you have uh, on map Pokemon having fun interactions like in Pokemon Snap, and I as a character can have more interactions with them outside of combat and enslavement. I'm tentatively hopeful for Scarlet and Violet. Thank you for covering Anime Expo every year. I almost go to that, but I appreciate the intel on what. Uh, to expect if I do. Keep up the great work, Dustin. How? Thank you expect- so much. Th- thank yeah, you. Who it's was Hal. that? I'm sorry. Who was that? Who Dustin. Was that?
0: Thank you, Dustin. It's thank Hal. Thank you, Dustin. Uh, but this year was better, Hal, because it wasn't like there's two types of hell. There's like the D and D nine hells, the oppressive, you know, like mm-hmm. whips and chains, and the devils are gonna get you. And like that's, that's the how stuff. that's how it usually is. Of like the staff, uh, no fun is allowed. Everyone must walk in an orderly line and not look up. And this year was like kind of like hell and like yeehaw! It's the Wild West, hell on earth, no rules, boop, boop, boop. and you could just do whatever you want. Yeah, I I yeah, always no, want I don't, to go, but yeah, that was a very uh, like a, so, a very fall oh, off. You know a cliff we didn't, end there. Speaking of, we Just should no announce uh, our panel to PAX got denied. Yeah, we're, not, so doing we're PAX. not going to PAX. I'm going to PAX. I'm not. You're going I, to Gen Con. I
1: was gonna go to PAX, but um, I don't when well, actually when I heard that news, I was really sad about it. So yeah. I and I was okay. kind of like, here's,
0: here's me venting for two minutes about it. Yeah, and Chris. Go ahead. If if you then don't hear this part, it's because Chris has pulled it out because I've said too much, <laughs> and, we've, and we've ruined every chance for the future. Are you ready for this? Go for fuck it. PAX. I'm still gonna go and I'm gonna have fun. Fuck the panels at PAX. You know why? There are two types of there are three types of panels at PAX. There are the main big panels of like video games getting announced, and that's cool. Then you've got the late night. There's nothing to do. Game show. Funny interactions and then it's 15 billion fucking panels of it's the same same shitty panel with four people on it talking about how i can't enjoy video games and you suck and everything sucks about video no you know what take this all out take this all okay. out i'm just i'm bitter do you okay this is it's for just you a big long censor <laughs> Do you know what
1: I mean? No, yeah, I totally get it because I go to a ton of conventions every year and most of the panels I look at because uh, there was a a period there where I like to go to panels and just kind of see what they are. And then it evolved to just going to the 18 plus panels because at that point it was just like all the panels are just, they're just sucking fuck fest of blowing voice actors or whoever worked on a game and it's just like, I'm not into that. So I don't, like going to those panels and then like uh outside of the 18 plus it's just again yeah it's just like oh let's just complain about stuff and it's like i get that if this is your way of getting that stuff out or like learning about something then like yeah that's all for you but like i'm pretty also on the pulse of that kind of stuff so i don't need that at a convention
0: but uh just i'm just mad because i look at the panels and it's the same it literally is it's the same panels they did last year. Yeah, it's like It's, it's, it's the same people same coming back. Every it's year. like, I had something new. That's, I brought, I was trying to, well, not I, but we, we were trying to, I'm just saying I, cause I submitted it. Right. I was trying to say, here is something that you have never done before and it could be fun. And I guarantee you when that thing comes out and when the uh, PAX like schedule comes out, we'll talk about it. Yeah. It will be note for note, the same panels that last year, except for they'll slip out the video games and it'll still be the make a, you know the jeopardy challenge at ten o'clock the mm-hmm. uh, how to become a voice actor that no one has ever gone to a panel called how to become a voice actor and then become a voice actor yeah it'll it- be some panel about how to how to play video games They you don't need eight of those yeah i mean i wasn't that's asking what, for much that's give what Twitter me an is. hour for me yeah that's what give reddit is hour like give me a fucking hour for me and my friend chris to have a dumb fun argument about trophies it would yeah. have been hilarious <laughs> people would have come but instead you will then have the same panel that you did last year that i poked my head in six people show up for yeah this it's, has yeah. been the ryan venting corner
1: it's it's a shame. That's why again I only go to the eighteen plus panels because it's just like they don't, have those time to drink. they don't
0: do that. What? They don't do that. There's no drinking inside and they don't do anything that's eighteen plus. They might say it's like they're Oh god, why panel. would anyone go to fucking PAX? Look, I went to PAX Unplugged
1: and it was the shittiest convention I've ever been to. And I here's why I to go to, to PAX, PAX, PAX after that. Like Here's why I go to PAX.
0: My friends are going. I'll hang out and walk around the convention with Jared and Brian as they have appointments. I'll look at some games and look at some things to buy. I'll hang out with the Mega 64 booth. I'll see some friends that live in Seattle. I'll eat Dintai Fung and Seattle dogs and hot pot. And I'll just have fun with my friends. And PAX is just an excuse to hang out. Yeah. Here's what I'm looking forward to at PAX. Seeing friends, going on Wings Over Washington, eating a bunch of hot dogs, uh, going to Dintai Fung like 12 times and making fun of weirdos with my friends. Mm Mm-hmm see and then, I, and then and then jared then jared will be like i got a free button if you go over and stand in that line you want to stand in that line i'll go i don't know if i care about a button that much jared they go well this button's gonna be worth a lot of money later i love fucking jared <laughs> <laughs> like i i saw that as my opportunity it's
1: like i'm i'm moving out west anyways here in a couple say so you weeks, love jared so right now I love, it. I love jared i you know I I I've never really talked to him too much, and That's I Mr Everyone loves him. didn't like me. So like, <laughs> no, no, no. But I, I I'm sure he's a sweetheart. He seems like a nice guy. So I there's I like you. you in passing that of, of how much I've actually been able to talk to you. So
0: you're a cool guy in my book. As much as I I was talking shit on Jared for the whole thing with my arm. I know that he's, I know that Jared is just doing it because it's funny and he's my friend. Oh yeah. doesn't mean I'm behind it. I love Jared. Jared is one of my closest friends in the whole world. And I have nothing bad to say about Jared. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I saw this as the opportunity. It's like we're
1: moving out west anyway, so I was like, "Well, fuck, packs." The the only packs I've been to is a dog shit show,
0: and so G- they Gen Con's in three l- weeks.
1: So I'm going to go to Gen Con instead. <laughs> so fuck literally, that.
0: I think it was either last night or today they did announce. Like the problem with packs last year is like nothing was nothing was there. Yeah, and so it really was just time to hang out with friends and tuck in on it. They've already announced Nintendo's going to be there, Sony's going to be there, Microsoft's going to be there, Sega's going to be. So it's like everyone's. This going is going to be the the packs. Yeah. I'm wondering what do we think the mask situation will be at that? Will Um, it still be so? So at at anime at Anime Expo, masks were required in the building. But Mm. the thing is, no one. But because it was so shittily run, no one was there. PAX has run well. PAX has run on time. The uh, staff and the uh, what's called enforcers actually know what they're doing, but actually care. They're not just like shitty get in line. They're like really nice about it. But they were hard on the masks last year. Right. Like they had. If you wanted to eat, it had to be in very confined areas, and mm. other than that, you had to keep your mask on. Which doesn't seem well, doesn't that seem well, like the antithesis of what you would want to have? Is hey,
1: let's stick everyone into a corner on top of each other together, and they can take their masks off and spread everything as so, they the chomp is, into the, food uh, and spit everywhere. <laughs> like
0: it's a, it was a pretty loud on area. Like when I went to go eat lunch, I would go out to this area that was on a balcony, so it was like uh-huh. I was outdoors, I was away from people. It was pretty spread out. It was good. My thing is, though, a year out, which it's so weird. It doesn't feel like a year since PAX. It feels like maybe a couple months. Mm-hmm. But um, my thing is, I don't know what Washington's at, but like Oregon? Mass are gone, baby. Yeah, like that's how it are is still, here in Indiana. So a couple stores are still doing it, but it's because the the store, like, you know, Safeway, which is our big uh, chain of grocery stores, they put them back on recently. But like Walmart, nobody's got shit on. Yeah. Like, I, that's, I'm really I thought, curious about not know Con, what, because- hey, Hold on, Tylon, call in next week, and I want to know what the situation of Mason is is for Washington because Tylon's also an enforcer. Oh, yeah. So I want to know. I want That's the right. insights. I want Tylon Town scoop inside. I want the double scoop of Tylon news. Uh, we
1: got our our new segment, Tylon Talk, talking with Tylon. Play play the theme song. And we well, we got it. We should get a theme song.
0: Tylon Talk. <laughs> Dickities tylon make your own theme song go ahead and send it in um it says dear doc and chris
1: congratulations on accomplishing one year of podcasting uh i got a lot to say in response to the previous episode and as uh as well as a few other things first i just want to say i'm very proud of ryan for playing my second favorite game of all time fallout new vegas uh glad you enjoyed it and i agree with almost everything you said except uh i have a few notes that i agree and disagree first i uh 100% agree with load times and crashes which is why I really want Bethesda to re-release the game on a PS5 uh, where there's no load... Huh? They won't. Yeah, they won't. Uh, (laughs) Where there's no load times. uh, It's instant as fuck on my Xbox Series X. Uh, I know that PS... Five can do the same uh before ryan goes on attention about xbox not letting it happen unlike sony microsoft microsoft <laughs> doesn't mind sharing their toys
0: oh if that was, <laughs> oh fuck that if that was true why did they announced that starfield's only coming to this fucking <laughs> xbox and whatever oh boy starfield should starfield's I, I, suck. starfield looks like a piece of shit but I'd still play it because it's fallout enough that I like it. But if they're not put on PlayStation, they can suck one. <laughs> if uh, Microsoft wanted to make money, they'd realize that exclusivity is fucking stupid. Now, the reason Sony would make it do is because Sony only has the PlayStation. They're, but they're putting shit on PC. That's fine. Why wouldn't they put shit on the other console? Because that's too bad. Microsoft should stick to what they're doing and just be software. Just be make video games. Stop making the Xbox. I get why they don't want to put on PlayStation because then they'd have to give Sony money, and they think, "Well, we don't need to give any Sony money. You have enough money." The money that you would not make by not putting it on there would be outweighed by putting it on there and giving Sony its its little taste. And just stop making the Xbox. The Xbox sucks. <laughs> get out of here. It was a direct Xbox. Direct X sucks shit. Um, just become the new. Buy Activision and become the new Activision. Become the biggest software publisher. Which is what Microsoft should be because they made Windows. They never made hardware. Get out of hardware. You're losing money in hardware. Just become a publisher. Let PlayStation and Sony be the two consoles. And guess what? That's fine because PlayStation, really, we, we've moved to a point where computers have gotten so good that most people do play on PC. But mm-hmm. there's people like me, and there's other people are just like, well, I don't want to buy a fancy computer. I just want to have my fucking PlayStation. Which is and why the only Xbox is ha-
1: putting every single major Xbox release on the PC with crossplay, right. so that absolutely you only now, have to buy don't,
0: their one system no, that plays across their system. all their devices. How much money would they save if they didn't make a system and they just made their games for PC? I don't know because PlayStation. I,
1: you know, I was talking about this. uh with They
0: take a loss on the Xbox. They're losing money. They <laughs> think they're making it back by giving that uh fucking uh game pass you know mm-hmm. they're gonna get more customers for it but now that they've shown that they can do it through smart tvs fuck it just become Maybe. epic just become steam just I mean, become I think a that's, way to sell video games
1: that's more the direction of where video games are kind of heading um and i think xbox has realized that uh and so i think put that's your shit on playstation
0: you'll make money if i you think just put, that's just put more possible than you think on, i just want Fallout Five on PlayStation. Here's I don't the thing. about anything else. From from what I hear from
1: other game studios that are not Microsoft or owned by Microsoft, it's usually Sony that doesn't want to play ball with anyone else. Yeah, because. Um, yeah. So I don't know if this is a Microsoft problem because Microsoft has expressed interest in putting Xbox Game Pass on the Switch, um, but I think that it, Japanese business is a different system. Uh, 100% that's, I mean that's all it comes do down to not is that... like playing with other other countries or, or not country companies um, and especially if they're not Japanese companies so I don't see Sony playing ball I think Which Xbox is, is doing Herman, all the right stuff right now by I making that Herman Hulse a cheap becoming and putting it out there because seriously like the the series s like i get it like it is a it is a less powerful system than the series x having said that my xbox one s that i use again a digital system god i've gotten so much mileage out of that and i only paid 150 bucks for it like brand new and that i seriously play so much shit through that my my wife uh plays so much <laughs> I, I tried it, it, it didn't work there my wife play plays there so go. many games through it because we just have game pass on it and you I get, get, it. I get so it i get it i much. get it I it's get just it. if you are and that person who wants something cheap to enter into the or if you just don't have as much time nowadays to to buy video games or find something new then it's like oh yeah but you're still interested go buy a series
0: s it's like 200 bucks you get game pass and then you just play off that it's the netflix subscription it's then that's what you should make don't make the x xbox one x anymore just make an s just make a little game pass box if you don't have the tv and put your shit on everything i I really thought her i I really thought herman holst becoming the head of worldwide development was going to stop this you're absolutely right sony and Mm. nintendo are so insular because that that's how japanese business is yeah that's Japanese businessmen uh, don't... Uh, there's a whole great thing if you read Console Wars, which was the, the Super Nintendo versus the Sega book. And mm-hmm. how about how the... I forget the guy's name, but the guy that turned around Sega in America and made it was trying to do all this shit and uh, Japan eventually just went, yeah, we're Japan and we know better than you. And it's just like... It's it's not going to get better until something at Sony changes, and it probably never will. Yeah. But also, I don't give a shit. I just want to be able. To <laughs> I know <get> trophies <laughs> on everything. Um, I would buy. I would buy Game Pass in a fucking second if it worked on my PlayStation. Yeah. I could get trophies because it does have a better game selection than the PlayStation Plus. But sure. I don't give a shit, and I and I'm, it's cheaper I'm, and more effective. I'm in a well. Actually, is it cheaper? I, I, uh, it's like $120 a year, which comes out to being $10 a month. But the thing is, is that it works for both Xbox. I do yes, phone, but once again, I don't give a shit. PC, I just want platinum. I, I think you
1: get more out of the Xbox. So I, I think it's sunken cost I fallacy.
0: Know. I've put too much yeah. money into PlayStation that I can't leave it. Okay. Whatever. Uh, Tylean, go ahead uh he says
1: i also agree that uh that caravan sucks uh and is the only achievement that i haven't unlocked because it's so boring uh i disagree with your stance on unarmed weapons because they added weapons like the ballistic fist or the two-step goodbye where you essentially punch your enemies with a
0: shotgun and could make them explode when you land a crit uh with the two-step the thing is with the two-step goodbye oh so hold on with the ballistic fist Hmm. and the two-step goodbye most of them only work like they have a uh, a minimum gun requ- or unarmed requirement and skills. Mm-hmm. Where at that point I hadn't invested because I didn't up. So it's like, yeah, you can use them if you're going an unarmed only build. For me, yeah. having played the way I did, where I had to do a little bit of everything, it was un. Uh, I was unable to use most ballistic fists or the two-step goodbye or some of the other high-end ones because i had invested in unarmed because i was doing other things that's why all i had uh, available to me was a power fist now granted i had a gra power fist that i could upgrade that's a gun runner arsenal that's like the upgrade that they put in the ultimate edition where it's like oh you can get augments to it to make it better and but it still was just me running around going fist 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 and the thing is the ballistic fist Yes, they blow up and it's funny, but it's still just walking around and you just press the button and you're just walking and pushing your fist out and hoping it touches somebody because the way that the fists work in that game is that they are slow. They're not rapid fire like a lot of the guns. And it's just like you put your fist out and you walk into people and you hope it hits them. Yeah, go ahead. He says, I've only one shot death clause
1: with these items. Uh, Also, you can learn fighting techniques uh, from completing certain side quests, gaining certain perks or talking to specific people. You can literally learn to counter uh, throw sand at opponents or knock down an opponent with uh, your unarmed weapons. Uh, Also, funny story, uh, a year ago during your early episodes, I wrote a review slash pitch on the reasons why you should Platinum New Vegas uh, that I wanted to send in as a viewer call, but I forgot about it until now. Uh, so here's that review. Also, Tylon was the first one to suggest a game for us, and it was Fallout New Vegas. Uh, so. No, I thought of it myself. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> uh, it says, my introduction to the Fallout series is Fallout 3 for the 360. I was super hyped for it, and it lived up to expectations. I rented it twice at Blockbuster, and eventually bought the Collector's Edition. Then two years later, they released a sequel and even more hype I was even more hyped for it and sure enough it blew my expectations out of the water they took everything that they made fallout that made fallout 3 great and added so much more also the only uh modern fallout really acknowledgement uh no, oh the only modern fallout to acknowledge the original two games mainly because the games are developed by a different uh series than the original creators uh so much <coughs> cool stuff was added companions uh, commands, uh, weapon modding,
0: uh, perks, armor, gambling, factions, uh, all that stuff. Uh, no, don't get me wrong. Hold on. Don't get me wrong. I oh. do believe that of all the games, New Vegas has the most like added systems, and it really is probably one of the best games. I'm just saying for me, From a point of view of trophies, it is the the worst trophy list in that it is too spread out. They make you do too much shit that you don't want to do. And because you have to get all these separate endings that honestly are the same thing in different ways, you replay a lot of stuff. So it might be one of the best games, but it is the worst Fallout trophy list, barring probably 76 is the worst, but I haven't played it. Out of three, four, and uh, the four Platinums I have are three, four, New Vegas, and Fallout Shelter. And I don't count Fallout Shelter because that's just a phone game. Yeah, it's game. a mobile game, yeah. So out of 3, 4 in New Vegas, I think that... I still think 4 is the best. Four's got the best DLC. I like their system of upgrades more than I like the other ones, where you can actually upgrade separate parts of the gun. i The part of four I don't like is the settlements. But once I get done with those trophies, I never did it. The story of four I thought was a little bit better, but the story of New Vegas of everyone going in together was the best story because with the courier, you're not like oh, I'm out of the vault. I don't know what's going on. You know what everything is. I like the whole faction thing. I just don't like the trophy list. Right. If, if the trophy list of New Vegas was more like the trophy list of four, it would probably be my favorite. But I think I, I love them all. I'm not Out of three, four in New Vegas, none of them are bad. But I think that uh, four has got the best systems, New Vegas has got the best story, and three has the best exploration. Right. Go ahead. Uh, it says, and the
1: story was so engaging. You could play the game however you wanted to. Uh, you could even side with factions in the game. All the factions had all their own, ideally ideologies and beliefs. Uh, also the world is very grey unlike Fallout 3's karma system and solutions. All the factions have their own pros and cons except Caesar. Uh, one of the best one of the ways to best describe this game is that it's Fallout's Majora's Mask. And the fact that they in the ah in that they took a legendary game and improved upon it, uh, while adding so much new mechanics. Majora's Mask is a
0: piece of shit, but go ahead. Oh no, uh,
1: the that's like the one of the two 3D Zeldas I like.
0: Uh, Worst Zeldas. No. Skyward Sword. Stop. Breath yes. of the Wild. No and Majora's Mask. No. Uh, though There are downsides Breath to the game. Of the many, Breath uh-huh. of the Wild
1: sucks. Go ahead. No. Uh, I'm, we're going to play that. Uh, <laughs> I already did, and I'm not playing it again. <laughs> mainly the glitches due to Obsidian only have two years to make the game, similar to how
0: AGONUM only had a year to make Majora's Mask. That's uh, not... Hold on. Stop again. I need to... You cannot be like, oh, no, another couple of years. The problem with the, the glitches is the same problem with glitches in any Bethesda game, which yeah, is so they're, they're still they're... running off that broken fucking, fucking engine. Morrowind engine and yeah. the morrowind engine and then it's the same reason there were problems in three three yep. crash like shit on me fucking um four even had problems and that was on the ps4 yep all the same problems engine. that people have said with skyrim it's it's the it's that broken fucking engine they better have built a new engine for starfield that's apparently the same shit.
1: Uh, no i think starfield is the <laughs> new engine so okay we'll then
0: it might be good we'll but see. you I would say that you're you're right like don't put the blame on Obsidian that they only had 2 years to make it. Yeah, yeah they had 2 years to make just it with Bethesda Faulty. Games. that's that's Bethesda, blame Bethesda not Obsidian. Yeah. Uh there wasn't much time to Cuz Obsidian made outer wilds and it has no problem
1: yeah that game is fucking outer
0: worlds, outer worlds which sorry. by the way if you haven't played that uh
1: Tywin, you should play it. you would love it
0: outer worlds is a better version of new vegas it is uh, And I, i'm not trying to talk shit on new vegas i'm just saying it's like they let them make their own systems and it, it's got also it's got factions it's got multiple endings and it's a little bit smaller so it doesn't like work as bad but it's got a hardcore mode that was a lot better it's got systems that i think are a lot better i think that the best obsidian game Wait, didn't no? The best Obsidian game is Alpha Protocol, and then the second best is Outer Worlds.
2: Mm,
0: I I love Alpha (laughs) Protocol. you know uh, how much i love you know how much i protocol
1: uh and the game no longer gets patched uh so there are crashes characters get stuck uh missions cannot be completed or activated though luckily through the modding community help uh fix most of the bugs in the steam version uh though i can't say the same for the console versions unfortunately also the lack of post game is very disappointing since fallout 3 ha- uh, had one with broken steel uh but by the end of the day uh the good outweighs the bad it's not a perfect game but it's uh, of all my favorite games uh they aren't perfect and have flaws uh also for the dlc dead money bad for obvious reasons uh but you get gold bricks Fuck dead make, money
0: uh, Fuck Dead
1: Money! permanently rich for the rest of the game honest hearts mid only reason i play it is because joshua graham is one of the best characters in gaming history good dlc the, if you that's like that's the farming, burn
0: man joshua graham is this guy who worked for caesar and then he failed so they put him on a Fucking cross and burned him, and then he puts a bunch of bandages on it. Becomes this weird Mormon who's always talking about the wrath of the. He's like trying to be like that fire and brimstone preacher, is like, Thou shalt know the wrath of the Lord, and he just starts <laughs> shooting savages. And then, uh, uh it was it was okay. Like I said, it was really weird. Continue. What's he think of Old uh, War Blues? Old War Blues, uh best DLC ever made. You become a
1: cyborg, uh get best base of operations, uh with the funniest application on Doctor Venture in the game. Absolutely not even e- to make this go a DLC the goat. There we
0: go. Not even not even the best fallout dlc the best fallout dlc is nuka world from ps4 from fallout 4 where you get to go to a raidered out post-apoc fucking disneyland (laughs) we're more like an anheuser bush gardens i've never been to one but you know it's all based on a soda so uh look uh fucking old world blues was funny but it's nowhere near the best dlc of all time not even the best fallout dlc the best dlc oh excuse me the best dlc of all time is a great question that you and i will think about and next episode i want to open up with that question
1: uh lonesome road love the gameplay don't Have love the plot here. ulysses is boring to listen to his modems get are bland confusing not a good payoff uh to the game hyping this character since the base game other than that a good dlc to end all the dlc is on gun runners arsenal slash career stash great add-on love the weapons love the perks great way to enhance gaming experience also nice of Bethesda to give it to all the uh players who pre ordered the game from the start uh uh i give the game a super saiyan platinum uh
0: thank you not a thing not a thing
1: (laughs) thank you both so much for creating an amazing podcast uh listening to you both uh while working all day really does uh turn the most busy slash strenuous days into a good one hope you all succeed in everything in life and can't wait to hear uh what year two brings tylon P.S. Dr. Ryan, if you still need a partner for Fallout 76, I can get a PS4 copy and help you get the platinum.
0: P.P.S., what are your favorite we'll foods to
1: snack on while working through the day or a game?
0: Thank you, Tylon. Uh, Tylon, thank you so much. What are my favorite snacks? Yeah, to like uh, to snack on while you like game or work. Uh, nuts. I like cashews, maybe a couple almonds Ooh, and, um, and uh, a little cashews. bit. I, I, do like a ba- I do like a baby bell cheese. <laughs> I could see those little, those little mozzarella cheeses. Yo, fucking uh, sign me up for Roasted some, garlic, delicious, delicious Triscuit crackers. Roasted garlic, delicious Triscuit crackers. Those are good. Also, just like maybe just a banana. Um, Hey, Bananas this are episode so has gone very long. It is. Uh, it's it's our
1: longest episode probably. It's three and a half hours right now. Are you enjoying oh, it? Shit. We're at the end of it. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, we're at the Look end of it. Out. There. Let's let's announce what we got to do. I got I actually got shit I got to do. So next episode is the beginning of August around the time of Evo. That's right. We're doing another theme episode. It's the fighting game special. Yeah. We're going to talk about our our favorite fighting games. Chris will probably talk about their favorite fighting games. I'm going to talk about I my will. favorite fighting platinums, and uh, we're going to try. I want this All Star Brawl fucking platinum before we get to the next episode. Yeah, just so maybe maybe we'll do some Jump Force. Yeah, but go. fuck it. You, we'll go, and we're going right now because I got to go. So yeah. this has been a really long one hour. Thank you so. Oh, not one hour. One no, hour. Year. This has been one hour episode. <laughs> This has been one year of this podcast. How you like it so far? It's hey. not over yet. Thank you so much for doing
1: the show with me. And thank you, hey. everyone who's been listening. Seriously, you guys make uh, my days better whenever I'm down. So uh, please keep listening. Please keep sharing. Uh, we're still we're still trying to grow the episode. I think this year we need to push for like 500 Twitter followers. That's the goal. The end I mean, of the year.
0: I'm just going to keep doing it, and uh, you do that. But yeah. you, know, you know what? You're going to make sure we have more Twitter followers, and I'm going to make sure that I have more trophies than you.
1: Hey, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to send us questions, gaming memories, comments, or if you just want to know when the next episode is going to drop, then you can follow us on Twitter at more trophies pod. That's M O R E T R O P H I E S P O D. That's more trophies pod. Also, you can email us at I have more trophies than you at gmail.com. It's just the name of the show. All one word at gmail.com. Also be sure to follow Ryan at Dr underscore ryan on twitter you can also keep up to date with his monday night twitch streams office hours at twitch.tv forward slash dr underscore ryan that's D.R. underscore r y a n dr underscore ryan on both twitch and twitter and follow chris on twitter at burezu in japan now i I know i know what you're thinking don't worry i'm gonna spell it out for you right now that's b r-e-z-u-i-n-j-a-p-a-n it's all one word burezu in japan on twitter and when they are streaming you can check them out at twitch.tv forward slash blaze tk that's b-l-a-z-e the letter t the letter k on twitch blaze tk thank you again so much everyone we'll see you in the next episode